It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51. Alien kept deep under the ground. Guys, this show is live. We do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And of course, we're streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Twitter, and broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. What is this show, you may ask? What is this all about? How did you find yourself here? Is this, well, part of the Twilight Zone or something like that? No, not at all. This is the show where we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. And you know what those things are. You know exactly what they are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, 
and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. And as I said, we do this live because, of course, uh, the secret weapon of this show is you. And this is less of a show, more of a conversation. And uh, it's uh, turning into Troubled Minds Social Club. And I dig that very much because we have uh, so many smart people out there listening that can contribute to this. These conversations with some really smart takes and some angles that, uh, again... I try and cover them all, but you can't. I'm just one person after all. Uh, uh, the, the rumor is uh, not true that I'm actually an alien. I am indeed a human being, as you can see on the screen, if you're watching on any of the streams. And, well, uh, only one person could do so much. But you see what happens, right? I always say this, and this is the truth, is that I'm me, you're you, but together we're us. And us makes quite a bit more compelling conversation than just me. And so that's really what this show is all about. It's about kind of tossing out an idea, thinking about it in a nonlinear and open-ended way, and discussing, well, what do you think this means? Uh, not just with this uh, moment in, in time, what about the past so in, for reference, and what about uh, extrapolating on what the future may bring regarding this particular topics. And so it's uh, it seems easy, right? It seems easy enough. Uh, I, I start, we uh, bring out a topic, and then you call. Simple as that. If you're listening to me tonight, uh, it's Thursday night. And if you're listening to me on a Thursday night, we're live. And so, of course, as a result of that, we'd love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. But, of course, everybody else listening, lots of folks listen to the show, by the way. Wink, wink. Uh, we see you out there. Well, uh, we, we know you're out there. How about that? And uh, people listen from all over the world, and you never know who may be listening. So if you want to be part of the show tonight, I'd love to have you. The phone number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can find the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Uh, it's all there, everything you need. And, of course, Discord, uh, we're, we always do Discord as well because we have international types listening to the show. And if you don't like the toll the toll number, which is the 702 area code, which of course is Las Vegas. That's where we're streaming from. Then you will, uh, you, yeah, you may like the Discord. Discord's a chat client. It's a voice client. It's totally free. I promise you we are not sponsored by them. It's just that good. Uh, it's a kind of like a, it is, it's becoming that social club. Come meet lots of nice people over there and just uh, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and come say hi. Come say hello. Uh, also, we have another Discord running at uh, fringe.fm slash chat. Also, uh, one of the easiest and most convenient ways to listen to Troubled Minds is, of course, to download the Fringe app. You can find that in the App Store, uh, both Android and iOS. And there you go. Easy, easy, easy. So, all right. So, as as you know about me, I, I'm uh, I've, I'm becoming. I don't know about a master. That's probably pretty. Pretty, uh, pretty egotistical for me to call myself a master of anything. But let's say I'm an adept. I'm becoming adept at the uh, kind of scanning news cycles and, you know, being able to spot some of the BS, some of the propaganda. And most people, right, in, in many of these, these cases that we bring up, uh, don't notice, uh, you know, because they don't watch the news very often. Or when they do, it's just like a headline here or there. And that's part of the game, right? That's, that's the entire game is that uh, the, the, the news cycles aren't trying to fool me or fool you, because most likely if you're listening to this show, you probably understand that uh, the world is all about brainwash. All right. And I say on the news show, we do a news show on Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific on Twitch. Uh, I, in the beginning of the news show, the intro says that uh, repetition 
is the most basic form of brainwashing, and that's absolutely true. And that's why they do what they do in those news cycles with uh, the same stories over and over again, with uh, all the rest of that, right? They want you to not pay attention enough where if they keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying it, you'll pick up on it because you saw it in a headline. Maybe, uh, let's say, some you know one of the nefarious uh, individuals, the technocrats, pushed it to your phone as a an alert or a headline that you should see. And, well, that's not really what's happening in the real world, is it? It seems like there's a whole lot of other things happening that are far more important than the garbage they're trying to make us believe. So, well, enter troubled minds. Enter troubled minds. So as I watch these news cycles and do my thing and just kind of try and pick through the propaganda and dodge the political rhetoric that tries to get us to hate each other, by the way, which is a theme of this show, let's not hate each other, right? Does it really have to be like this? I don't think it does. And that's why we're doing it like this. That's why we've always done it like this live to prove that you can get people that get together and they don't hate each other. It's just a media concoction and it's made up so that we are we are in that constant state of unease. OK, so anyway, that's my that's my uh, just my take on the news cycles. And it's just dishonest. I think that's the worst part about it when I start to uh, start to read them. Uh, you know, I, I watch closely because I try and decipher w- when the uh, intelligence agencies have taken over news cycles with some new thing, right? Of course, they're aided by the technocratic platforms. Uh, of course, you know who they are. I don't need to name them. But all of it is one large conspiracy. And that is a fact. And the, the interesting part is people don't seem to notice, as George Carlin, right, always infamously said, nobody seems to notice and nobody seems to care. Well, I do, and I hope you do. And so that's why we do this show. Uh, one of the many reasons anyway. But okay, so as I'm cruising through the news cycle, trying to find a good idea for a show tonight, as I usually do, try and find a good idea. Well, one just stuck out, popped out in my face, and I was like, wow, we have to roll with this. So let's roll with this. Let us begin here, shall we? Now, this is from, uh, I, I love my tabloids. You got to love the tabloids, don't you? Uh, this is from the sun.com, the dash sun.com. This is the the American version of a um, the, the Sun UK tabloid, and I think it's pretty amazing because, right, like if you're going to hear stories about aliens and all kinds of just weird stuff, you're going to get it on one of these tabloids like the Daily Mail or things like this, right? But oddly enough, uh, the way fake news has become pretty much just fake news as it is, well, you're, you're <laughs> they're competing with tabloids now, right? So the tabloids used to be laughing stocks of everything, but now since the, the news cycles and the <laughs> powers that be have gone just so incredibly stupid with uh, their headlines and with uh, their narratives, well, uh, the, the, uh, thankfully, they've allowed the tabloids to catch up. And so here we go. <laughs> Let's start with this. The U.S. Sun. And this is amazing, right? So they're, gonna, they're calling this next generation, um, at least in this article, as this begins, Generation SpaceX. And, of course, uh, the headline reads this. Kids born on Mars after Elon Musk's SpaceX missions would have brittle bones, weak eyesight, and green skin tone. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Our, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, well, okay. Let's read some of this article and uh, go through some of this. But uh, I was like, wow, this is almost too easy. I don't even have to do anything right here. So we'll just roll with this and uh, think about this tonight. And as always, right, there's tons of angles to look at this. But let's let's begin here. And as you know, right, Elon Musk has uh, said that by 2026, he wants to put a colony 
on Mars, all right? A self-sustainable colony on Mars. Whether that's possible at this point, well, that's that's a whole nother debate, isn't it? That's a whole nother debate. So, all right, so there's that. So let's go to this. The SpaceX mogul, of course, that's Elon Musk, insists he will move to Mars and believes humans need to colonize our neighboring planet to become a multi planet species all right a multi-planet species which is fine right this is fine this is this is the future this is where we're headed you don't need your flying car we'll just zip you to mars it's all good (laughs) but anyway so uh however experts warn that it's not just the perilous 140 million mile journey which would be dangerous Humans on Mars would endure the most brutal living conditions imaginable. But it's the children of Martian settlers who would undergo the most drastic of changes. And as you can see, if you're looking at this article, as always, I like to link my sources so you see where I got these ideas and this information from. So you can read along if you like, or just go fact check me as it were, fact check me against the tabloids or against the fake news media, whatever. Again, right? Post-truth era, what difference does it really make if we're being real? <laughs> but but okay. So, so the interesting part about this is clearly we have a generation coming in the near future, our lifetime almost assuredly, where babies are going to be born on Mars. All right. And so with that said, what does that look like? And if you look at this, what they're what they're describing, how babies born there, evolution, human evolution, is going to be radically changed and quickly. So, hmm. Some thoughts. (laughs) If they're saying that this in particular is where we're headed, if you look at this graphic on the screen here, if you guys are watching or you pulled up the article, I'll, I'll tell you what it looks like. Well, it looks like a little green man is what it looks like. You ever heard the term? Little green men. Well, <laughs> let's say little green people, just so we're all inclusive here. And let's do it this way. Yeah, it looks like this is an alien. Let's say it. Let's just say, let's just call call it like it is. This looks like a little green person, the old school term of the little green men, and it looks like an alien. So, if in the near future, maybe the first or second generation of Babies born on Mars are going to adopt this sort of look. Then who are the aliens? <laughs> who are the aliens? All right. So, so you, you see where this is headed, right? This kind of heads in a bunch of different directions. Because specifically, if this is where human evolution is going to happen for the, let's say, not foreseeable future, but for the most prominent future the multi-planetary future does that mean we're the aliens already just some thoughts that have crossed my mind what if it's not that different so we'll read some more from this article as we go and, and consider some of these things that of course this isn't just uh, nice enough the sun was not was 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 kind enough to link their source. And this is actually based on some scientific papers that have been written by actual biologists. 
And they've, they've suggested that these things are possibly going to come true rather quickly for a generation that's born on Mars. So we'll talk about those things in a little bit. But so what are your thoughts tonight? That's the question here. Do you think that this is exactly what's going to happen? Or is it if it's even close, what does it mean? What does it mean for not just the future of humanity, let's say, but what does it mean for the future of the multi-planetary species? And at what point can evolution change you so much that you are no longer called a human, but you were called something else entirely? I'm told alien. Uh, I, I, okay, I have this on good authority from the aliens through Anjali, who says that the aliens themselves don't like the term alien. All right. Well, that's fine. I can roll with that. Let's call them. I don't know. What are we going to call them? <laughs> what, what, what are we going to? Uh, all right. I digress. Anyway, so the point is this: if we're not humans, what are we? And if it's going to happen in just a simple, simple generation or two down the road of the multiplanetary species, as described here by uh, Elon Musk in his plan to settle a colony on Mars, not just the moon, guys, on Mars by 2026, I like to check my watch because time is a ticking, isn't it? It's already the end of 2021. <laughs> like so, I think I think some things need to happen quick if we're to get up there, but uh, that's, so be it, right? That's fine. But so, okay, so this got me thinking in terms of lots of things, all right? You ever heard that theory, and we can kick this into the idea tonight, that aliens themselves, right? The actual little green men of old, uh, the greys, as they've been known, right? Something like that. What if they're actually us from the future? And what if they're actually coming back on sort of field trips to maybe see what's happening, to maybe check out what the, you know, pandemic looked like, the great pandemic of 2020 and 2021 and 2022. And I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Everybody relax. I'm just kidding. But what what if that's the case? If it's only going to take a couple generations of uh, children being born on Mars to start looking like legitimate aliens, then it doesn't seem like too far of a stretch to consider that a future with time travel capability would come back to check out different points here on Earth, different places in time. And so we'll talk about that tonight. We'll talk about the theories there. We'll talk about what maybe the science says about that, if that's possible, and a whole bunch of other things, right? But uh, that's what's on my mind. If you want to be part of the show, I'd love to hear your thoughts tonight. And what does this mean? So if Elon Musk actually establishes a base on Mars by 2026, as he describes, eventually you're going to have a generation born on Mars. And if that's the case... And we're talking about these children born on Mars that are trying to radically adapt to a, what would you call it? It's certainly not a happy, fun atmosphere on Mars. It's, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be raining in radiation, not enough water. I mean, there's going to be a whole lot of things here, right? As far as we're told. I don't know. So again, like I said, I, I realize some people don't believe space is real. I get it. All right. But 
just for the sake of uh, conversation and well uh, just having a good time that's what we're going to do tonight we just uh we lock into a, a framework of well this is what they say so let's talk about that as a concept so if you don't believe that stuff that's fine with me because uh, again i am not the arbiter of what you should believe all right i my belief is you should decide what you believe for yourself i know that's a radical I know that's super radical anymore. You're not allowed to even say that because it makes you, well, I don't know, a terrorist or something, right? But I think we have the right to be wrong, and myself included. So we're going to roll with this tonight, This the sun, the U.S. version of the sun. And I know the, the, the people in the United Kingdom do not like the sun. I've heard it quite often. <laughs> and uh, apparently they've done some dirty dealing over there, and uh, I can't blame them. I, I'm not particularly fond of our propaganda sources over here in the States either. They, they, let's say they get under my skin because they're liars all the time. Lie, 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 lie. Anyway, so that's, that's what's on my mind tonight. What do you think? So assuming, so let's assume, of course, as usual. So what we're going to do tonight is drink some of the maybe juice. And what that means is we have to make some assumptions. And the assumptions here for tonight are, let's just say that Elon Musk does get to Mars by 2026 and he leads the colony. All right. He says in, he said in the past that he fully expects for himself to die on Mars, that he's going to live out the rest of his life on Mars and he's going to be the person that catapults humanity into what is going to be known as a multi-planetary species. And that's fine. That's cool. I mean, you you got to admire that, right? I do. I'm not, I don't know. I'd have the stones to do that myself and be like, well, I believe in it so much. Go ahead and shoot me up there and we'll figure it out. And if we don't, well, <laughs> it's the catastrophic catastrophes of catastrophes that will befall you. And yeah, that's, that's some stones, isn't it? That's some, uh, that's some, some brass. I'll just leave it there. But uh, the point is this, if we have a colony on Mars by 2026 or so, then the next generation born there will be what? Will they be more emaciated looking because they don't go outside and exercise? Will they have less, less, less vision, poor eyesight, as it says here in the article, because they spend all their time inside, and so they, they, they don't need it anymore because you're looking at screens, right? You're looking out bubbles and windows, and you know, you're probably relying on electronics if you hop on a rover and drive out to, I don't know, uh, Cydonia or something. I don't know. What about uh, weak muscles, right? Because again, you're not going to be walking too very far because of the weird atmosphere and the, the, the lack of gravity, Right? Talk about altered skin tone, brittle bones, and possibly osteoporosis here. I don't know. This is what we're talking about tonight. This is what's on my mind. And what do you think? Do you think that, speaking in evolutionary terms, that if we get to Mars in the next decade, let's say, that's probably generous. We could even bump that out to 20, uh, 2031. Do you think that the first generation born on Mars will start to look like little green men? That's what's on my mind tonight. And of course, uh, the implications there are vast. Because not only do we have to wonder what they'll be called. Like I said, I guess aliens is a bad term anymore. So you can't really use that, can you? But at what point have they changed so much that they're no longer human? And they're actually Martians. 
Hmm. Interesting stuff. Love to think about this because you never know. You never know. As they say, may you live in interesting times. And I got to say, 100%, we live in interesting times. If you're going to give me a post-truth world, well, make sure it includes Mars. Make sure it includes little green men. Make sure it includes a generation born off-planet. Because I'll tell you what, if that doesn't make you interested in what the future holds, I'm not sure anything might or anything could. So, as we talk about this tonight, I'd love to hear your thoughts. The first generation born on Mars, what will they look like? And we'll get into some of the science here that suggests they may look like little green men. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More Mars and the next generation after the break. Be right back. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Children in Ukraine have been wounded and are traumatized by the violence. UNICEF is on the ground providing health, hygiene and critical emergency supplies. Please go to unicef.org to donate now. Thank you. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls tonight, as usual. And the topic tonight is this. What do we call the first generation born on Mars? Is it simply a Martian? And at what point are they no longer human? Some recent biology experiments and, of course, postulations have described maybe a future on Mars and the first generation born there as being vastly different. So what do you think? If you want to be part of the show tonight, let's, uh, we, a lot of assumptions. So the question tonight is this. M- many questions we have, actually. So we're going to assume that in the next decade, Elon Musk or somebody else will land and colonize Mars with the first Mars colony. And there are plans for this, by the way. 
they're they're already uh, planning for this and trying to find out what challenges they will have between now and then. But let's assume everything goes without a hitch. Well, then what happens to the first generation born off planet? Think about that. That is a gigantic leap. You talk about one small step for mankind. Well, what about being born on Mars? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that kind of changes the entire framework, doesn't it? So th- that's the question. What do you think, evolutionary speaking, in that realm, what do you think the, the first Martian generation will look like? And how about even the next? And how about, let's say, you know, God willing, we live a long, healthy life. In our lifetime, maybe we see what? The third generation possibly born on Mars itself? Now, that's wild to think, isn't it? That's an unbelievable thought to me, that this may happen. And Elon Musk plans to, in his lifetime, he says, move a million people to Mars itself. So what are your thoughts on this? Do you think this is even possible? What happens when you get a generation born there? What happens, well, when it starts to thrive? Martians? Humans? Somewhere in between. You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. Let's go back to this. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. You can find the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. Everything you need is there, all the social media and everything else. But okay, check this out. Straight from the, uh, uh, the article, again from The Sun, uh, thesun.com, the, the American style. Uh, here we go. So it says, uh, so the children of Martian settlers are the ones who would undergo the most drastic of changes. It comes as SpaceX successfully launched four astronauts to the International Space Station as part of the three-crew mission. And according to the Rice University biologist Scott Solomon, these evolutionary changes would happen much quicker than they would on Earth because of the vast changes in lifestyle, gravity, and radiation. Like I said, this is based on actual scientific papers. So this isn't just the sun doing fake news. It's actually basing itself on some sort of, uh, you know, smart people doing some postulations, right? So here we go. Firstly, Mars is smaller than Earth and has 38% less gravity. All right. So there's the, there's the first thing here. It also lacks a global magnetic field, a thick atmospheric and a protective ozone layer. All right. A thick atmosphere. So clearly we know this uh, according to all the things we've been told about Mars itself. It seems to be full of challenges. Am I right? As this begins. But there's more. This means Mars gets battered by space radiation, UV light, charged particles from the sun and cosmic rays. And this would cause higher mutation rates in the DNA of humans living there, the scientist says in his book, Future Humans. And again, this is a scientist by the name of Scott Solomon of Rice University. And he's written a book called Future Humans and what they'll look like and what they'll be like. And that in particular is, again, what has tickled my mind tonight and made me uh, take a few sips of maybe juice and ponder what this will actually look like. How many generations do you expect given a long life? Like I said, God willing, let's, uh, let's, let's all, uh, let's hope for, for health, pray for health. What about this? How many generations do you expect to be born on Mars in your lifetime? I think that's the crazy part here. Can it be two? Can it be three? Hmm. And of course, well, 
more about Mars, the, they're saying that because of the, the space radiation, the UV light and charged particles from the sun and cosmic rays, it will actually cause a higher mutation rate, which of course means a faster evolutionary path. And this is where they're getting this from. So he says that this is again from the individual, uh, Scott Solomon of Rice University wrote this book called Future Humans. He says that the skin tone of settlers would likely change to help them cope with the radiation. This would mean darker skin and possibly in a tone we have never seen before. Solomon says, quote, perhaps in the face of this high radiation, we might evolve some new type of skin pigment to help us deal with that radiation. Maybe we get our own green men. And I'll add little green men because, well, going back to the days of yore, that's what they called them, didn't they? That's the tongue-in-cheek version of aliens, the greys, little green men, or, of course, little gray men. I guess it depends on who you ask. But that's what he suggests, that the first or even second generation of humans born on Mars could look very similar to the classic little green men. Does that surprise you? Do you think this is even possible? I think, I think again, like I said, we, we have to assume a lot of things to be true to even get to this level. But, right, uh, I think we're in a, again, may you live in interesting times. I think for sure we do live in interesting times because we get to think about these possibilities. Even if you don't believe this is going to happen, even if you believe Mars is fake, like I said, I know, these are conspiracy communities. There's all kinds of ideas all over the map, and that's fine. I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. But I am saying let's just suspend our disbelief of our, in, uh, let's say, our, our belief systems as they are, and consider this may be true. And if so, what do you think? Does it frighten you a little bit that we may have children born on Mars that are small, that have reduced bone density because of the low gravity, that have maybe a pigment of skin that we've never seen before in human beings, maybe green, to deal with the enhanced radiation? What do you think? And I think there's a lot here, right, uh, considering just this. And then, like I said, uh, here we go. Well, let's finish this, and then we'll move on to the next thing. So, so th- this is the thing, right? So Solomon believes humans on Mars would be more nearsighted as they would only live in their small communities and would no longer need to see far, far away, far in the distance. Uh, he cites cavefish living in deep trenches that have gone blind because they no longer need vision. Studies have also shown that children who spend more time indoors become more nearsighted. But that's not all. Humans would also develop brittle bones and weaker muscles, the expert says. He writes, quote, Science fiction has often portrayed Martians or aliens coming from Mars as being tall and lanky and thin. And let's see, up, up. weaker bones due to the lack of gravity would also cause a woman's pelvis to break during childbirth. All right, we have other problems there, don't we? Little other problems, like I say little, they're not, these are, these are massive problems. And we, you know, we've talked about in the past, uh, is it possible when you're doing like genetic, um, uh, genetic programs, things like this, it, it is a possibility that 
maybe children uh, could be born entirely in the test tube process, right? You, you do the, the fertilization in, in a lab, and then you, you put them in some sort of incubator, and they're grown in tubes, like you would see in some sort of like bad science fiction movie where they're growing aliens or something. Or let's just say The X-Files, because <laughs> why not? Because The X-Files is pretty good. Pretty good. But anyway, so, we, so there's more, right? So weaker bones and all the rest of this cause a woman's pelvis to break during childbirth. So maybe uh, standard traditional childbirth goes out the window. Maybe it's not possible on Mars after a generation or two. And this is exactly where this leads for speculating the future. Yeah. And that's where we're at. And that's why we like to call this drinking the maybe juice and considering all the things. So here we go. This continues, right? Another study by scientists uh, Eniko Axpe and Eric Apple claims, A-P-P-E-L, claims that half of astronauts traveling to Mars would develop osteoporosis, a health condition which makes bones weaker and easier to fracture. And that's a problem, isn't it? That's a big problem. In fact, NASA scientists are trying to figure out how to deal with space weightlessness and its impact on the density of bones and muscles. Modern astronauts have to exercise for around two hours per day in space to prevent this from happening. So there you go, right? I'm, I've got this nice standy desk. I always brag about my standy desk because I hate sitting. I hate, you know, sitting's okay, but you sit for a long periods of time and it's bad for your health, right? They say it's as bad for you as smoking, right? If you spend like a, a, like a 10 hour day sitting in a desk five days a week, right? That type of thing. It's not good for you right? You're supposed to be able to get up. You're supposed to be able to move around, you know, this type of thing, a little bit of exercise. And I quite enjoy standing up at my desk and working like this, right? I think it's a good thing. But imagine when the gravity signature is so different on Mars that, oh, I don't know, maybe you have to have like a, not a standy desk, but a a treadmill desk and you have to be running (laughs) the entire time just to keep up with your bones and all the rest of this. Who knows, right? I don't know. Uh, just, just anyway. So there we go. There's there's more to this. Like I said, there's some scientific papers where they've, they've actually cited in this article to begin with from the Sun. Like I said, we're starting with a tabloid, but at least they sourced it with some scientific information, which I dig. I think that's pretty cool. And like I said, even though we live in that post-truth world where everything is fake news all the time, even the Sun cites scientific sources. <laughs> all right. So so what are your thoughts on this? What is the first generation born on Mars going to be called? Robert out there on Rockfin thinks they're going to be Martians, plain and simple. But what happens if there are Martians already there? Just throwing that out, one more, one, one more problem into the problem bin. Then are they called Martians Part 2? What are they called? The next wave of Martians? Generation Martian. I don't know. You tell me. What's going on with this? What are your thoughts here? Is this real? Is this something we actually have to consider in our lifetime? And do you believe some of this evolutionary talk regarding what it looks like if a child or a generation is born on Mars itself with these very super fast generational changes because of the different environment? Clearly, we talked about the radiation. We talked about the different atmospheric problems. We talked about the gravity issues. We talked about all of this. So what do you think? Do you think this is something or do you think it's something to be laughed at? You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts as usual. Phone number is up. Discord is up. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's go to James. James of Salcedo Paranormal. What's up, my friend? Welcome to the show. How are you this fine evening? 
I'm okay. Very interesting topic. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so what do, what do you think here? Is this first, first, do you believe this is even possible? Do you think, do you think that we will be actually seeing the first generation colonize Mars? Do you think that's a thing? I think there'll at least be an attempt within the next decade. I don't know how well it would go. It does seem like there are a lot more problems than there are, um, benefits or at least to start with. So that's, that's, that's concerning. Um, so yeah, that's my initial thought on that. Although what I'm thinking is whether it happens within this next decade or a hundred years from now, just the idea of my mind comes back to, okay, if you're stuck inside all the time, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be basically doing whatever you can to advance, I would guess, your science on that world. And uh, who knows what kind of technology you would develop when that's literally all you have to do. Yeah, and, and again, everything will be screens, everything will be indoors, right? Everything will have to be sort of spacewalk situation. You'd have to literally put people in uh, these highly protective, uh, you know, radiation suits to go outside to do anything. So you bring up an amazing point there is, you know, I would I would expect Elon, of course, you know, the the famous boring company uh, to to maybe build underground tunnels. And you have these things, you know, to kind of just travel around. Otherwise, you couldn't see the surface. You just couldn't. It's uh, it's too dangerous. But then, well, uh, after that, uh, what kind of technology actually takes the place of that? Uh, do uh, do people spend more time outside as a they'd have to go outside to do science anyway right to collect rock samples to try and gather water to you know set up these systems and build the things and all that anyway so what kind of technology i don't know would 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 uh not to maybe spec that's probably too too difficult of a question but any ideas on what that may look like what that next level of martian technology may be it's it's a great point well i also wonder because we already know that that there is work being done on genetics and all that. I wonder if they would maybe eventually make multiple kinds of um, people there, people that are more suited for indoor indoors work, and then maybe they'd figure out a way around the, the um, developing those conditions that are mentioned or those attributes that are mentioned so that there are some people that can stay out there Still in suits, I would guess, but maybe um, are able to stay out there longer to do what they have to do out there. And then there'd be another group that is indoors. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And so, again, they're talking about uh, different skin pigmentations and all kinds of stuff. And then, of course, the little green men. Interesting thought. And I don't know. I think I, I think when you consider this, it uh, is it disturbing? I, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure if I'm excited or disturbed to, to think about this. <laughs> How does it make you feel? A little of both. Um, I mean, yeah, just all the, like I said, all the, the problems that, the biological problems. But then, I mean, also another thing to consider is how quickly robotics are advancing. And um, maybe they'll have more advanced uh, uh, systems that they can send out to do their physical work, you know, um, at that point. Yeah. Uh, whether, again, whether it's now or, you know, years from now. 
Yeah, well, and I, th- I think that's probably going to be the way of it, right? Everybody's going to be stuck behind some sort of computer console, uh, maybe with a, with a Neuralink plugged into them, right? Running a robot through a screen, you know, and the robot's out there doing all the work. I mean, that seems that seems more metaverse than Zuckerberg's metaverse, doesn't it? Like they'd actually be, you know, doing something instead of, you know, not doing something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if... Because I'm, I'm just making sure here that um, Neuralink, that is um, that is Musk, right? That was his thing? Sure is, yep. Sure. Okay. Is. I lose track of all these these billionaires and their their toys that they have made. Right. They're but, um, Black Mirror sci-fi toys. <laughs> yeah. But that seems like it also maybe even a more likely option, at least to start with. Um. Uh, something that could be done more easily sooner than the whole um, basically or like created humans or whatever. Um, or who knows, maybe at some point it'll be a mix of both. Yeah, that's the weird part, right? So imagine if, uh, let's say you're a late adopter and you're waiting until uh, the the first generation is born and you're like, okay, it seems safe. There's been no giant accidents, uh, you know, a, a, quite a low death rate on Mars. There seemed to make it happen. Imagine if this did happen and they had like maybe this first generation of these test tube babies or whatever they were, maybe instead of, uh, you know, naturally birthed, they were grown in these tanks or something and have these weird skin pigments to try and catch up with these Mars uh, conditions that we talked about, the harsh conditions on Mars. So imagine being that person that goes there, like me and you, like this, looking like we do, and everybody around you's short and green. <laughs> what the hell, man? I don't know. Sci- weird sci-fi. Have you seen? Uh, have you seen uh, Total Recall with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? That old one with the, the whole Mars colony and all that. Bits and pieces of it years ago. Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's it's an interesting take on that because they have um, you know what they call mutants in that, meaning that they're people that were affected by the radiation. Uh, that they they said they built cheap domes and uh, it affected people. And so not only did it like uh, kind of cripple them and burn them and turn them into you know uh, freaks uh, as it were. Uh, they were it was it also gave them and of course this is just fiction of course, but it also gave them psychic powers. <laughs> so who knows, man? Who knows? Ah, uh, geez. All right. So, if you're a betting man, James, are we going to get there in our lifetime? You think humans will actually set foot on Mars sometime in the next, oh, I don't know, let's say 30, 40, 50 years? Yeah, I think we'll at least get there. Um, again, whether or not we'll be able to set up a colony right away, that um, that seems like the bigger, or like the more uh, uncertain thing to me. Um, just real quick also, though, regarding the, the smaller bodies and all that, I mean, I would think one way you could kind of compensate for that is to have mechanical suits of some kind, almost like exoskeletons, um, possibly, to do what you had to do outside. Right, or to to maybe be, so so you know how they do physical therapy, right? It's like, if if people have a very hard time moving their legs or whatever, they kind of do it, you know, it's like they, they do it manually. Like uh, the physical therapist will kind of grab the leg and manually move it in motions to, to help 
right? The, the muscle memory sort of return and kind of a, just wake the leg back up type of thing, right? Or different parts of the body. Imagine if they had suits like you're describing and that's all they did. It was like constant physical therapy. So they're like in, the, in this constant motion of uh, exercise, right? And it, like passive exercise, it's like the robots moving them around. Like I said, maybe the treadmill is the thing. Well, what if it's a robotic suit like you described, but it's, uh, I don't know, maybe doing that. <laughs> constantly moving your limbs around i don't know man we're yeah all the all the options all the possibilities there um i don't think i want to go for quite a long time probably not my lifetime yeah it's uh i think probably the next uh you know 75 years is gonna should be really really hot and exciting but uh, you know after well you know we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be we're, we're we're old men now i'll speak for myself but uh you know at some point right you, you, after you turn 30 everything starts to hurt well yeah, I think I just pulled a rib cage for absolutely no apparent reason. <laughs> but but anyway, anyway, so so yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm not trying to go anytime soon, and we'll see, we'll see. Let's uh, let's cross our fingers and hope that it, as they press this, uh, it, it uh, becomes a thing. Uh, what's up, Steph? In the chat says, "Sounds like hell, Mike." <laughs> yes, kind of. It kind of does, doesn't it? Uh, James, yeah. you're the best. Th- thank you for breaking the ice tonight and giving us the first phone call. So, appreciate it so much. Everybody, please follow James Salcedo. That's our good friend here. He does a podcast called Salcedo Paranormal. And uh, coming soon, he does three days a week right now, but he's uh, expanding to five days a week. He's, he's going to try and outdo me, work harder than Michael Strange and Troubled Minds. I appreciate it, my friend. Oh, no. Not harder. <laughs> Mine's going to be a half hour, 45 minute show. That's nothing like yours. Okay, all right. You are, you're your your claim is solid. You're still good. Okay. All right. Fair still enough. The fair best. Enough. Fair enough. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the, for the phone call and the great ideas, James. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Yep. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. All right. So looking to hear from you, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, as, as we get closer and closer to this Mars colony, some of these uh, scientific papers have described the evolution of people is going to change drastically as the first generation is actually born on Mars for a number of reasons. And what does that look like? Do you think it will actually be Little green men. You think the first generation of born, naturally born Martians, or let's say, wink, wink, naturally born Martians, <laughs> will actually be little green men. What does that look like? That's what's on my mind tonight. Love to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for calling in, James, and getting us kicked off tonight. Uh, like I said, where does this go? Speaking technologically, speaking biologically, speaking about the future. People on Mars. The first generation born there will look like aliens, we're told. So as we continue tonight, I have some other thoughts, including, if that's the case, what are aliens now, as they describe little green men? Are they us from the future? I guess we'll keep asking questions. Love to hear your thoughts on all this. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. More aliens, Mars, and the first generation born off planet. And you, after the break. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds when we return. It's 
finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. People are Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. Somewhere in space-time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. Been asking questions of you in earnest. Into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome to Trouble Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. This show's live. We do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And we're taking your phone calls as always. And what is this show, by the way? This show is a show where we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. And you know what those things are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal. The government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. And like I said, we're streaming live on YouTube, Rockfin, DLive, and Twitter, and we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037, that's 702 702- 957-1037 You can find the phone number and the Discord link at TroubledMinds.org The official website of the show And everything is there All the social media that you need The phone number We're even streaming the show directly right on the website itself So there you go 
But okay, so what we're talking about tonight is this. Elon Musk says he plans to colonize Mars by 2026. All right, 2026. That is right. That is five short years away as we're in middle of November here just about and in 2021. So think about that. Five years. That's unbelievably fast. And of course, as far as we're aware, there's been no humans on Mars as of yet, at least as far as the official story goes, uh, assuming no Stargates or uh, secret space programs or things like this, which, of course, is fodder for another show. But so that's the question tonight. Uh, we've got some uh, some scientific papers here and a tabloid known as The Sun uh, discussing these papers uh, talking about how or specifically what the first generation of humans born on Mars will look like. And what do you think? It says that uh, the, the theory goes like this, that uh, the high radiation, the low gravity, the, uh, the, the huge UV lights and all the rest of this stuff going on up there will cause a forced genetic mutation to happen with people in a faster rate just because of all the things that we're not used to. And so, of course, uh, as, a, as a result of that, they're uh, describing shorter people, less bone density, talking about osteoporosis, talking about maybe skin color changing pigment changing to combat the radiation itself. And whereas they don't really have like a way to say what that may be, some speculation is that maybe it's a, a pigment that has not occurred yet in human beings, including, well, turning them green. So not only do we have shorter people, thinner, right, skinnier bones, the whole deal, brittle bones, osteoporosis, this type of thing. And we also have skin pigment changing and uh, nearsighted because they're always indoors. They start to sound like aliens, don't they? That's what the first generation on Mars, the Martians, as it were, they sound like aliens already. And we aren't even there yet. So, got me thinking in a number of ways here. Uh, what do you think? Do you think this is possible? Do you think this will happen in our lifetime? And do you think uh, some of these predictions will come to pass in that we have a situation where uh, we will look like little green men? And that's what's on my mind tonight. We're going to get into some other theories here about maybe why this is the case. And we'll get into a theory about how maybe UFOs now that we see in the sky are us from the future. And of course, it's the, the step from here to there isn't that really hard to find because we have a link in Mars and human evolution. So there you go. What are your thoughts as we do this tonight? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's go to Dino in Florida. What's up, my friend? Welcome to the show. How are you tonight? How you doing, Mike? I'm doing okay. What do you think, man? You think we're going to make it to Mars sometime soon? Or do you think this is just a big pipe dream? I don't think Elon Musk can do it. Not, not in five years. I don't think he can do it. Just because uh, the information I'm going to get, give to you on how what was said a long time ago, how they would jump to planets. Um, pretty much the reason I don't think Elon Musk can do it, because remember when Obama was uh, president, that's when NASA, to address the people that we can't leave lower Earth orbit, no matter what they do, no matter what the technology is at the time. And at that time, that's when Obama said, well, then just give us our rocket back. And that's when he parked it in the garage. I remember that day because they had to take all the street lights down and drive this big old rocket and park it. But that being said, do you remember when they found the Emerald Tablets and the Sphinx? I do, okay, so... The, the way I remember that is I, I don't believe they're actually emerald tablets. 
I, 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 as far as I'm aware, it's not an actual thing. Like the, I think, I think it's a description of a, of a book called the Emerald Tablets. But as far as I'm aware, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think they've discovered the actual tablets themselves. But, but go ahead. If they have, I, I, I stand to be corrected, of course. No, true. That, that is true, what, what you said. Uh, but on the other spectrum of it, people that said they did find it, did find it. They said scientists tried to do tests on there. They put acid to see if it corroded. They tried scraping it, take a piece off. Uh, they couldn't corrode it. They couldn't scratch it. And they couldn't get a piece off to you know, study it. So they said it was an element not from this planet. But the story that was put into the, when they deciphered it, was something that happened a long time ago on this planet. And what it, this is going to be far-fetched and pretty wild. But a long time ago, the beings that occupied this planet was, you know, human, humanoids type deal. And they had these high priests called the Nicals to keep the life going, to, you know, teaching us how to live, how to sustain life. And they were left-brained individuals, and so were we. So we were very spiritual, spending most of the times and days just praying to like a higher entity. Now, they said that on Mars, there was these people called Martians. And they were right-brained individuals. And they always were making things and making weapons and always, you know, just making things. And they made this thing called a Merkaba. And inside, the way they depicted this thing looked like, it was a five-point star on top of a five-point star, and none of the points touch. But it was a Merkaba, and that's how they jumped to Earth. They said that the Martians came here on this thing called the Merkaba. And most scholars that study this and the tablets that were found around Egypt and by the pyramids some say that they crashed over uh, the Bermuda Triangle and that Merkaba is under there. And that's why it messes up all the compasses and the weather's crazy. But anyways, when um, the Martians were occupying down here with the humans, they were always bickering, arguing, and having war. And the Martians were always winning what was said into this tablet and because they have the weapons. And it got so bad that um, pretty much the Martians wanted to get off this planet, but they had to remake another Merkaba. But everything down on this planet, there was no element to remake it. So they were kind of stuck here. So when they tried to make it, they ended up making a weapon, I believe it's what it was said, and it tore a big rip in the, uh, the dimension of this universe. And so like entities from the other dimension was pouring in and made everybody sick. So then the calls had to come back up and pray to a higher entity for a long time to, to please fix and mend what these two were doing through war. And that's what the Emerald Tablets were saying, that the Martians from Mars came here on a Merkaba and uh, lived side by side with men. Okay, I've seen this Merkaba. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, shout out to Bailey if you're out there. Ba Bailey was teasing me a while back. It kept saying Merkaba, Merkaba. I was like, what the hell is that? What are you oh, really? talking about? So I had to go look it up. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about because of that. But it, so, so, so that was a craft, right? I've seen it uh, described as a sense of meditation, that if you, you know, attain enlightenment in, in such a way, you become a Merkaba. Am I right there as well? Um. Yes, you are on the right track. Yeah, the Merkaba is not like a uh, something you drive. It wasn't like that. It was like a jumper, like a warp type deal. Yes, it was something like that. It wasn't something that everybody got in and they just went for a ride. So yeah, the Merkaba was somewhat like kind of what you explained.
Okay. All right. So gotcha. So, so the, the two things do actually coincide here. We're not, we're not talking about completely different things. Okay, sweet. So, all right. So, and this is in the Emerald tablet, you say, so, so what does that mean? Does that mean that the Martians are here? So this is another theory we could toss into this. And I love this because, well, uh, no, no theory is too far out there for me. All right. For as long as we're being good and not like talking about all all kinds of horrific stuff with, uh, with, you know, people in general, right. Uh, you know what I mean? Let's not be terrible with the theories, but, but, but if, we're talking about maybe the Martians, maybe we started on Mars and came here first, right? And as whatever happened on Mars is some sort of cataclysm, maybe, are we describing the situation where we came here and evolved into what we are, and now we're going to go back? Is it returning to the actual motherland, as it were? Um, Well, me, my, my opinion on that was that we're not going back. There's no way to get back there because of the fact if they had... If these uh, Martians, and like uh, just to jump back for what you're saying, it, it probably could be us. It could have been us, and through generations of times, they said that we went to a long sleep, and we do not remember our past. So it could be us. And if it is, if it took a Merkaba to jump to that planet to here, there's no rocket that Elon Musk can make to get over there. Because I do remember uh, a lot of professors says that space, it cooks about 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit which will melt any element on this planet in a matter of five seconds, 10 seconds. Uh, but I do know they said that the particles are spread out like in a large distance so that the heat doesn't really affect people. But other than that, it will cook the inside of the ship out. Like anything on the inside, like humans will be cooked. So that being said, I don't think we will be able to go back. Not even in five years. You know what I'm saying? If they said like a hundred, maybe <laughs> I would kind of believe it, but that's my opinion towards what NASA says that we cannot leave lower earth orbit. And, and they said it would take a long time to get that data back to even try to get out of our orbit. And that's just, yeah. Gotcha. I see. So, so you're saying no, not in this lifetime, probably we are not going back to Mars, no matter what Elon Musk says. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, my opinion. We, we probably won't because of what NASA said. I just remember that. I remember watching it too. And I was like, wait a minute, we can't leave lower earth orbit. I thought we went to the moon and I remember they went to the moon in that little box aluminum looking thing. And then like I was thinking <laughs> in my mind and they said they lost all the data and all the reels that I had to make another one. And I was thinking in my mind, they lost it. I just, I don't know. It just kind of confused me to a point to where I don't think we're going to Mars. Not in five years, neither. Yeah. There's a lot of suspicious stuff we there need as well. Just that, just that we went right. But then we can't get back easily. That seems strange. There's <laughs> something, something odd with that. Right. Yes, exactly. So we just need to dig up that Merkaba and that'll be our only shot right there. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I appreciate it, Dino. What else you got for us, my man? Um, no, that was pretty, it. uh, pretty much it. That was short. I didn't have much on that one really. Perfect. Perfect. You're, uh, you're, you're actually, uh, right in line with what we're about to talk about here as well. So did we, did we come from Mars? Oh. All the rest of this. Go ahead. Go ahead. What else you got? I wanted to mention this one's far-fetched too because this is around because the tablets they found around the exhalation around the, uh, the, the pyramids, they were going side to side with the emerald tablets. And there was another story that was in the tablets, not the emerald tablets, but this other one that says that uh, there was supposed to be like this weapon underneath the big Egypt, uh, the big pyramid. And uh, at one point, I don't know, America used it in the 90s. It was like to fight off the greys, the aliens, the greys, I believe they were the aggressive ones. And I believe they tried to come down here and mess with us. And I believe they used that weapon. And it was left behind from the Martians. 
or us. I mean, if we are the Martians. I can't tell. Yeah, or, or, yeah, or, or, underneath or, that, uh, big or both are true. That's, that's fine. I'm okay with that. All right. All right. I uh, appreciate it, man. That's good stuff there. And uh, if you've seen, uh, I'll get into that another time. But uh, interesting that uh, you're talking about ancient Egypt and how some of this stuff kind of ties into not just prehistory, but then also that maybe there's a link to Mars here. Um, I love it, man. I love it. You're in the right place. Uh, thank you for uh, finding us. Thanks for all the great calls. You're, you're, you're the best. Dino in Florida, everybody. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. There you go. Simple as that. If you guys want to be part of the show, uh, looking for your thoughts on this. What does this mean? What does this look like? And is this one of those situations where, uh, like Dino says, maybe we won't even get to Mars? It's not a possible thing. Like, uh, you know, and I know a lot of this has been propaganda from, you know, Bill Nye, the science guy and stuff like this. You know, everybody, Bill, you know, Bill Nye, like the, the, the he, he's like Dr. Fauci as far as like, you know, science goes. He's like, he's like the science guy, right? Bill Nye. It rhymes with science guy. You know what I'm saying? But he, he actually said recently, uh, but, but of course he was talking about climate change, that it's a closed system and we can't leave, right? It's like, oh, okay, well, so did we? Because they said we did, but now we didn't? I'm confused. Anyway, well, you know, it just depends on how they want to frame it. But a great call from Dino there. And looking to hear your thoughts on this. So in the next uh, 10 years or so, uh, again, Elon Musk says by 2026, that seems ridiculously fast, that we're going to get to Mars, okay? That we're actually going to make it there. And not only make it to Mars, that the first generation will be born on Mars. And they will look like this, as you can see in this, on the screen here, like a green alien, basically, like a little green man, little green man of, of the days of yore when they used to call him that. And that's what this is. What is what is going on with this? And what are your thoughts? Do you think it is possible? Let's add that to the mix. Do you think it's even possible to get to Mars? They say we got rovers up there right now. Apparently China's got one. We got like two or three or four. We got a helicopter up there. Heck, you know, maybe we have a base up there for all we know. Uh, that's the craziest part of this is I, I think it can go to both areas, both extremes here. Maybe there's some secret stuff up there already happening, or maybe it's all phony anyway. I'm open to all that stuff and what your thoughts would be. So if you want to be part of the show tonight, what do you think about this? And we're going to get to uh, another theory here that continues with uh, Martians and Earth and how there might be a connection here with uh, this entire evolution, the retrocausal, what came first, the chicken or the egg, and did we come from Mars? And if we go back and look like Martians like this, you tell me. If you want, yeah, love to hear your thoughts on this as we go. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And troubledminds.org is the official website. You can find the phone number and the Discord link there. All right. So let's do this. Let's jump to this. Now, just to give you an idea is um, uh, what Elon Musk is talking about. And maybe you guys haven't seen this. I, I, I like to actually bring some new information every time we do this. Even if we've, we've talk, clearly talked about Mars before on this show because it's just part of what we do, right? We're talking about colonizing other planets, becoming a you know, multi-planetary species, all the rest of this stuff. But there's this fantastic website. If you haven't seen this, it's called humanmars.net humanmars.net, all right? And um, little did I know, apparently there's a plan for the first base on Mars, and it's called Mars Base Alpha. They've already named it. They've already named it. Mars Base Alpha. Let's read just a little bit of this. Uh, so Mars Base Alpha is the name given to the proposed first human 
based on Mars by SpaceX CEO and lead designer Elon Musk. It can be argued if SpaceX will be in a position to have the naming rights for the first human base on Mars, and even if it will, it's SpaceX intended to keep the name. It's quite possible there will be, for example, some public naming contest for the name of the base. Whatever it is, we will use Mars Base Alpha for now as a first human base on the Mars. So, and they've got they've got areas on this website where they're talking about landing already. Like this, this is pretty cool, right? Uh, here we go. So uh, the establishment of, of Mars Base Alpha will be enabled with the development of the SpaceX's Starship Super Heavy, capable to bring a large quantity of cargo and passengers to the surface of Mars. First, there will be sent at least two cargo starships to separate locations to confirm the best place for a sustainable human base. The landing zone should be located in a low elevation at less than 40 degrees latitude for best solar power production, relatively warm temperature, and critically, it must be near a massive subsurface water ice deposit. All right. Initially, there were four regions considered by SpaceX for the landing site. Deuteronolis Mense, pardon me for butchering that, uh, Flegra Montis, Utopia Planitia, and Southern Arcadia Planitia. And right here on the map, you can see it on the screen if you guys are watching on the streams, they actually have these places picked out as possible bases already. So it kind of makes you wonder, like how far in development this really is and how far away we really are. They've got the Mars uh, transportation architecture. Like I said, I encourage you, if you're interested at all in this plan, this Martian plan of actually relocating humans to Mars, check out this website. It's humanmars.net. And they've got some amazing stuff on here talking about uh, how they're going to build this base, this Mars base alpha and make it self-sustainable. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, uh, if I had the answers here, I wouldn't be uh, just talking into a microphone, like I always say. I'm just a knucklehead on the Internet with a microphone. If I wasn't, well, maybe I would be making plans to go to Mars, and I'm not. So <laughs> here we are. But uh, So what are your thoughts on this? Do you think it is possible? Great call from Dino there. Great call from James. What does the future look like? Is, are we on the cusp? of being an actual interplanetary species here, or as Dino suggested, that no, no no chance. This is all some form of propaganda, and no matter how bad we want it, how much we say it, we're not going to get there anytime soon. It's going to be maybe 100 years, as uh, uh, suggested by Dino there in the phone call. And I'm open to all those things, because I don't know. I wish I knew, but I don't know. I'm not the answers guy. I'm just the questions guy. But uh, that's so that's that's one thought. All right. So what does this look like? What does the base look like? What does it look like when people have been living there for some time? And then after that, and then after that, what does the first generation look like on Mars? And oddly enough, some of these scientific papers seem to suggest by PhD biologists that the first generation born on Mars will look increasingly Martian and less human. So, got me thinking in terms of, well, if that's the case, is this just one big time loop? Meaning that if we came from Mars, because of some catastrophe there, some environmental catastrophe or whatnot, as suggested in maybe the, uh, the Lost Book of Enki, or the, as, as uh, translated by Zachariah Sitchin, or are we going there now to create the Martians that are time traveling back in time to visit us from hundreds of years in the future or thousands of years. Who knows? 
And of course, that would mean that the aliens we see in the sky, all of the reports, all of the crazy stuff that you see in the UFO community and the conspiracy stuff and all that, is that possible that maybe humans did move to Mars in, let's say, the near future, we'll call it 100 years or so, because that's near-ish, in the next lifetime, let's say, and then at some point they learned how to time travel. And as proper Martians, after years, generations even, of evolution on the red planet, came back to visit us in the modern time. You tell me. Let's toss that idea onto the fire and discuss and consider. And I don't know. You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts on this if you want to be part of the show. That's what we do. Drinking the maybe juice and considering all the things. And that's what's up. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Where did we come from? Was it Mars in general? Is this a big loop, a big time loop? Is this, who knows what this is? You tell me. I have no idea. Like I said, I wish I had the answers. I'm just the questions guy. One more time, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. What do you think about Mars? What do you think about the first generation born there? And what do you think about us maybe stuck in this big loop of maybe Mars is the official motherland and we're just going back? Don't go anywhere. Love to hear your thoughts on this. More Troubled Minds, Mars, and you when we return. Be right back. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And of course, we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we're taking your phone calls tonight. What are your thoughts on a Mars colony? Elon Musk says 2026. And of course, some noted biologists have stated the first... The first uh, actual generation born on Mars will look more like aliens than people. 
And what does this even mean? What does it mean for the future? What does it mean for... Do you even believe any of this is true? Whatever. We're open to all the things. What's your take on this? Do you think it's even possible? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's go to Jennifer. Jennifer in Missouri. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Mars is fun to talk about. I mean, when you try to think about, let's just take it for what it is and just assume, let's just go with the, the narrative that they can, they have sent several orbiters and they've landed on the moon and they've sent the rovers and everything. And they've got an idea of the landscape and everything. And they understand the system going on in Mars. Um, there, and then somehow, you know, they do send people all the way out there. Um, I feel like the first couple of times that people go there, the people who do volunteer to go, that we may not ever see them again. That's one thing. And that it would have to be a couple of, I mean, it would be amazing if they're able to get there and they survive the actual trip. That'd be one, but it'd be horrific to have to watch if they didn't you know, with the solar flares and the radiation and the journey and the trajectory and all that stuff. But then, you know, say they do get there and say they figure out a way to make it habitable either by going underground or with the domes. And they're, but I'm confused about like how there's so many things that I don't understand, you know, but I I guess they've thought about it already. As far as like, you know, it's our, it's sharing our sun. That's the only it's our solar system and they're using the same sun. So I saw that he was talking about using giant reflectors to try to reflect sun. And then there's the terraforming idea that they have, which is, that's amazing that they're talking about, they're basically talking about making a, a new world, a new ecosystem just to put, you know, so humanity can be there. But if that did not pan out and they're just doing the dome world say, and then they break the golden rule about sex and space and have babies up there. That's just mind boggling, you know, so say they do that, and then they have these Martian babies that then become Martian adults. I wonder if it would be, I mean, would they adapt to eventually become human again, or would they just stay more and more, more Martian-y to exist on that planet? I guess that's possible. And then the idea of the time loop thing that you were kind of, you know, wanting to get into, and the idea that we could be returning back to ourselves. Can you imagine how hard that might be you know like if say some of these aliens are actually us you know from the past from the future kind of thing and to come back to your planet that you've been hearing about all your life and mars telepathically from your telepathic martian parents you know talking about earth and that we came from there originally and then coming back and being seen as an alien so i don't know but (laughs) it's it's just and then i just it's weird how elon is so fixated he is extremely fixated on doing this even though it's like it's like the because he wants to you know to to begin there and then go from there and go further out i'm assuming or occupy several other inhabitable planets that are really farther away but i mean all of the ideas that they have running right now seem to rely on the idea that they're going to have to continue to resupply from the earth so I don't know, there'd be a constant bond going on there with Mars and the new Martian people living there. But I mean, they would have, I guess that the human is the most adaptable, one of the most, I mean, all creatures are very adaptable. So I suppose we might adapt. 
to living on Mars possibly, but you know, like you're saying with the children who be born there, they kind of already have a hypothesis. Why would they want to do that even? You know, to why would to so much so want to go to um, become multi-planet species that they're willing to completely change the whole physiology of humanity and let it adapt to a Martian atmosphere without who, how long, I think that's weird too, that they'd be born like that and still be functioning, but then would it degrade from there or would it improve? There's so many questions. And then not to mention just the thought that they've never, ever, ever sent an animal or person to Mars. And so the idea of loading up a spaceship, a shuttle, and sending people and having it work out the first time just seems like, it does seem like a really bad idea. Like it would be like <laughs> doomed almost, you know? Yeah, I'm with Unless you. Unless you're being really optimistic. It, well, exactly. But, you know, if you're being really optimistic, yeah. And they do, because they, they plan it out really carefully, which I don't doubt. And he's planning on getting the fund. I, they're always talking about how it's going to be hard to get all the money for it. And they want to fund it with like the Starlink funds and, um, and he's funding it himself. I have no doubt that they're going to, I mean, he's saying he's going to do it by 2026 or 2030. You know, he's pretty adamant. And there are people who really, really want to do it. And it would be really amazing to see. But then I cannot believe that there'll be, you know, the idea, though, of mating. I mean, they're if they're out there for that forever, of course, they're probably going to. And then. I don't know. It'd be something to watch. I mean, it'd be incredible, but I, I don't know if we'd get to watch it. You know, would we get to see what's going on and just going with the idea that the narrative is true and that they're, they can do it and everything. It's an unbelievable idea. I, I think it would change our lives down here so much if they did something like this. I mean, it would change everything about how we think about everything. Maybe that's why they're trying to do it, you know? Yeah, like like you like you described, there are a ton of challenges here, and, and that's that's the thing to me that um, is probably the most kind of like clench your teeth and think, oh God, really is this going to happen? Because, like you yeah. said, if something goes wrong, you can't even breathe. You can't you can't stop you can't save them. Like literally, you can't just like whip up a mission no. and send some rockets up and bring them home like a Hollywood movie. Like they're going to die horrifically. Like the first batch of people that go up there, yes. it's, it's not going to be pretty at all. And that's the thing, right? That's why I say to t- take some right. stones, some cojones to get up there and just do it, right? Like you're, you're putting it all on the line. And your, your family, your legacy, everything, forever. There it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it is yeah. a terrifying notion. Go ahead, go ahead. They have, oh, just that they have to plan, you know, they have to carefully pick when they, the timing that they do it on because, I don't know, it sounds unbelievable, doesn't it? It does sound like something that's like, it's like, oh, that. So I understand people who are like, it's not possible, you know, but I mean, you have serious people being like, we can do it. We're going to do it. And we're going to figure it out as we go. I guess and we're going to really plan ahead as well as we can, but they already have put a lot of work into trying to understand, you know, even what the children that are born there will be like, which is just, that's a lot of, I mean, they're very seriously thinking about this and they don't care. They're like throwing caution to the wind, just going to do it. You know, it's just, it's time to do it. And you're going to a planet that uses the same sun, but if you're worried about the planet here being destroyed or some cataclysmic event, you're going to go to a planet that's already experienced something of the kind and try to. So that's kind of. I think that's strange too, isn't it? <laughs> you know, like it, 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 like it could get so bad here. We're 
yeah, we're, even though it's livable here and habitable here, we'll put all, all this money and effort into going to another planet that is, albeit inhospitable and uninhabitable for now, will create a whole, I mean, he's talking about creating a whole world there where he reflects the sunlight to warm it up and evaporate the water and create, eat up all the carbon and, you know, create a, because they don't even have like a, I guess they don't have the magnetic shield thing that the earth has either. So there's just so many things. It's just mind boggling, but I guess they're talking about living under the ground or, or doing the dome bit. I think so. It's like total recall. Yeah. I think it's going to be both like a hybrid of the two. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Yeah. So, so no doubt that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be super cool. <laughs> you know? I'm, I mean, I'm rooting but, for the guy. I, I want him yeah. to do this because, th- th- like you said, think about how this will just change just how people think. Like, Everything. just a, such a colossal undertaking. And imagine if he lands it the first time. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then the implications of that, that they're going to make a whole world there. And here we are on Earth. We're all going to be like, <laughs> you know, like, well, what are they doing? I mean, I wonder if we'll be able to see. Or if he's he's seriously talking about doing it by like like soon, not fifty years from now. So I mean, yeah. whether they fake it or it's really happening, we're probably going to be seeing some kind of action in that regard soon. It seems. I mean, it's thrilling to watch, and I hope that everything goes off without a hitch. You know, going along with this this narrative and everything, and. It'd be amazing to see. I mean, it is a, it's, it's hard to fathom, though, because I think that we're all just baffled. We're like, wait a minute, you know? How? Like, you haven't, but you haven't even put any, but nobody's gone there yet. You know, that's really ambitious. Like, skip the moon, just go all the way to Mars. <laughs> exactly. And Titan's next. <laughs> so, okay, so, so yeah. just, so, so if, if, if you were putting your money on it, do you think they're going to pull this off? Do you think, let's say, give them even 10 years, we'll get double the time frame. Do you think this is going to happen? Yeah, I think they're going to try. I mean, he's there. Because why would they pull back now? You know, I mean, they've been trying forever. They've been talking about this forever for, you know, for a long, long time now. Not just in the science fiction, not just in the sci-fi realm, but like literally, you know, in our space programs and other space programs around the world. So I just, I'm surprised though, that the whole, the whole world doesn't get behind this idea because but it's understandable that they wouldn't. I mean, if I were betting my, I, I wouldn't, I don't know that this is like a betting with that. With this, cause it's just kind of like, a, Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. You know, it's like, let's, let's, you know, <laughs> like, okay, I guess yeah. you might. I mean, he's, I just don't understand why he's so serious about it when it seems so impossible. But then if he pulls it off though, I guess, then he's kind of like created his own, like he'll be responsible for having terraformed Mars or, or made a dome world on Mars and the people born there will be a different type of human, human. Yes. But like a different type of human, he'll be responsible for it. And what will they think of him? They may wreck statues and, you know, call him God or something, exactly. uh, or not God, but like the creator of Mars, you know, this man, Elon Musk from Earth came and we'll have our own, it'll be like his own stitching story, basically. But I mean, but then you think about the Martian children and everything, which will be people, eventually these will be green skinned, brittle boned adults who will then have more Martian children and then 
I don't know, but we don't know like what they will be, what other things will happen to them because they're in a completely different realm. So I guess the idea of the aliens here, like where you're trying to talk about time loop thing, I don't know. It's just, I think most people don't want to let their mind go there because it just sounds like ridiculous. It's like, no way, but they're so serious that you have to be serious too. Cause it's like, no, these are like scientists and billionaires and you know, they're very serious about this. Let's be serious about it too. And it's so weird that we can't fathom it, but they're going on about it, you know, so seriously showing all of their wealth and all of their ideas. He's pretty much saying all the time, I'm only going to focus, you know, the heck with this. I'm just going to focus on this from now on. And you, and he's the most richest man on the planet. <laughs> so you're like, okay, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I wish them all. I think, I think it, if, I don't think they'll start doing I think he said, though, that he knows that some people are going to die. But. <sighs> so we're rooting for him. You're with <laughs> you know me. We're, we're rooting for him. Huh? Let's not bet against him. We're rooting for yes. him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right on. Yeah, they're going to try. It's like, well, don't die. Good luck. Good, good <laughs> luck. Know? Godspeed, friends. So brave, and I hope that they're okay. And a- amen. Godspeed. Amen. Godspeed, friends. I appreciate it. Thank you for the All phone right. call, Jennifer. Uh, everybody follow Jennifer's channel. She's got a YouTube channel of fantastic stuff. Also, check out the show she did with us a couple nights ago. Great stuff about the black sorcerer and the CIA. Check that out. Jennifer, you're the best. Thank you so much for the phone call. Have a fantastic night. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. There you go. Do you want to be part of the show? We're talking about Mars, talking about colonizing Mars. Do you think this is possible? How's this going to work? What about the first generation born there? Are they going to look like little green men, as been suggested by some biologists here? Uh, You tell me. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Thank you for the phone call, Jennifer. Let's go to our good friend, Robert. Robert in Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, fine. How are you? We're doing very well. Go right ahead. What do you think about Mars and this whole bit? Okay. Uh, this is a two-part call. One's soapbox, soapbox, and the other one's what they need to do to make Mars habitable. All right? One, if they hadn't started starving NASA back in the early 70s of funding, We'd have been on Mars. I mean, we'd have been on the moon and had moon bases probably by the 90s. All right? But everything had to be profitable. They turned it over basically to privateers to line their pockets, and they starred NASA. Matter of fact, NASA wanted to do the moon thing, and they begged. They said they could do it for $2 um, billion, and they begged. They begged our Congress for the $2 billion to do the mission. And the Congress would only give them seven hundred million, all right. But you know, somebody like a Musk or somebody like a, a Bezos asked for billions; they got the money to them right away. And that's a sad commentary on what's happened. Because I, I grew up, you know, with the whole Gemini, Apollo, all those, and it, yeah, it cost. It cost a lot. Of, it cost billions of dollars to do all that, but it was done well. All right. There was just something glorious about the whole thing, and they just, they just destroyed it. Anyway, that's my soapbox. The Fair first, enough. when when you're on the, the the problem with Mars is the air is the atmospheric pressure. All right. If you're if you're on sea level, 
it's it, you, you would have to be 25 miles up in the air on Earth, and that's the kind of atmospheric pressure that you would feel on Mars at sea level. All right, so they have to make some 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 adjustment to that. I think the first thing they need to do, if they're going to make that planet habitable, is they have to restore its ozone layer, so that the sun can't just blast right through there and cook the planet. All right, and 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 we can create ozone. All right, we do it all the time. As a matter of fact, our old air conditioners used to create it. Just it used to destroy ours, and we stopped using that stuff, and our ozone layer grew back. But that's what they need to do. They need to get that shield around that planet, that, an ozone layer. And, and, yeah, that would take a while. All right? What they want to do right now is they want to just go there. And, that, and that's a fool's game. All right? Just go there because the first colony that goes there, everybody's going to die. They're going to die there. All right? I don't care how well prepared you are, you're going to die there. You know, what, what, you know it's Murphy's Law. What, what could go wrong will eventually go wrong. They need to prepare that planet first for, for, human, for human people. Get the ozone layer in there, restore that ozone layer to protect from the sun, and then start to uh, hydronize the planet um, to make a oxygen atmosphere. Because right now the oxygen is, is minuscule. That would help, and they can do that. Right? And they need to do that before they start to t- try to terraform uh, the planet itself. Right? Because once you've got those two things, once you've got the ozone layer and you've got restored the atmosphere, sufficient oxygen, and you have that, then you've got the, you know, the ability to actually inhabit that planet and to terraform it, to, re- to reconstitute its soil and all that sort of stuff. They can do that, but... They can't do that in a rush. You know, they have to. They have. They have to prepare a plan for human people. Yeah, it seems like like that in its in and of itself would take generations. Just that part, right? Well, no, no, no. You just you, instead of sending people on a spaceship to Mars, you sent you sent a, a, a device, a, you know, a, a huge, a, maybe the size of a of, of a railroad car or something. This is just my head thinking here. This is my maybe juice. Sure. Right? You send you send a, a ship that's, that, that goes into low orbit and starts to release ozone. You know, it orbits the planet, and as it's orbiting the planet, it's releasing ozone. You might have to send, you know, once that's empty, another one, or you might want to send them all at once. But you can't, have a permanent uh, base on Mars without an ozone layer. It's impossible. So, and, and, and they can do that. I'm sure Musk could do that. I'm sure he'd have a, a you know, he'd figure out a way to, 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 to transport ozone to that planet and, 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 and with enough, release enough that it would be, it would be like the Earth. That's what it protects the Earth, the ozone layer. Protect the Earth, uh, the Mars from the from the um, sun's radiation, and then you can really start to do something with that planet. 
Yeah, they, they talked about in in some other ways maybe nuking this. I'm sure you probably heard this where they said if you drop a nuclear bomb on the the poles of both north and south of Mars, it would start to terraform, start that process naturally, right? Uh, I don't know though, right? Yeah, but you can't do that. You, you, can't, you can't do that without without an ozone layer. Right? You still have to have that. And, and frankly, if you put the if you put an ozone layer, manage to do that. Uh, create the ozone layer for the planet, and then you drop nuclear bombs in there, it'll blow holes through the ozone. Right? They don't need to use nuclear weapons to do that. They just need to, to you know, take their time, create an ozone layer. That's the first thing that needs done is to shield the planet from the sun and, and, and take it from there. You know, and then they have the ability to create you know, an Earth-like atmosphere, and once they've created an Earth-like atmosphere, which means that there'll be weather, there'll be rain, there'll be all those things that 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 allow crops to grow, then you can start to to re, to revive the surface of the planet so that it works. But you don't nuke the planet. Yeah, it, I thought I thought that was ridiculous. That, 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 also, that doesn't sound that's preposterous. Yeah, I thought so too. Like when in doubt, just nuke it. <laughs> like oh okay, that, that, how could that go? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that really worked for Bikini Island. No, I mean it's still hot down there. Yeah, yeah. Or out here, the, the nuclear test outside of Vegas. Talk to St. George and uh, uh, oh my, that's what killed John Wayne. Yeah, that's what killed John Wayne. He was filming not for some western there, and 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 they were all playing around in a doggone radioactive sand. That's probably what killed him. Yeah, not good. Sure, not, not good. Know, so, so, uh, so, so do you that's think what, that's what I called? Go ahead. I appreciate it. So, so before I let you go, just, just one question here. Do you think it's possible? Do you think they'll be able to do this in our lifetime? Yes. Okay. I think that, I think that, I think that Musk can do anything he puts his head to. All right. That man is, that man is autistic in a, in, you know, one of what's considered a brilliant autistic all right, that's what that guy is. He has the ability to to concentrate, you know, like no normal person can on a single objective. And yeah, I think he can, but I, I think he needs to to sit down and 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 know a little bit about the the planet and and, and what needs to be done, you know, uh, before he decides he's going to terraform it. He needs to know about the ozone layer. I, maybe he does. He probably does. But he needs to start to to create the machinery to convert that planet into a livable space. Absolutely. All right. So you think you think it can be done? Well, uh, we'll keep, as you know, we'll keep an eye on yes, this. Yes, I do. Keep doing our thing. Now, Musk can do it. Bezos will not be able to do that because Bezos is the dumbest son of a bitch. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> I mean, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. Whoa, on whoa, the radio. Whoa. Hey, All right. Robert. On the planet. He knows how to make. Okay. <laughs> We're out of time. Thanks for the call, bro. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> There you go. There's a. There you go. There's. There's a out of character. I think that's a. Talk to that man so many times on the radio. He's never one time cursed. And then blam. There you go. All right. So, as we finish, uh, consider it. Is it possible to actually terraform and turn Mars into an Earth colony? Well, we'll keep an eye on this as it develops, and uh, I'm rooting for him. Hopefully, you are too. As we finish, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Uh, stay tuned for Joe Roop lighting the void. If you're listening on the Fringe FM, if you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. And be sure, be strong, be true.
Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. We are now officially off the Fringe FM, and so we have a third hour of Trouble Minds coming up, and looking to hear from you. So we're going to get into some more of this exotic stuff, including the idea that uh, are UFOs now time travelers, us from the future, coming back to uh, do something and maybe visit a particular point in Earth, Earth's history. So if we are in this sort of time loop, cyclical sort of situation, uh, that and if that's the case, let's say eventually we do terraform Mars, Elon Musk is successful in some degree, and people become looking more and more like these little green men, like gray aliens, whatever, right? We're talking about their vision, their eyesight becomes less and less, more nearsighted. Maybe their eyes grow large. We're, we're already talking about small and green and brittle bones and the whole bit, right? The heads grow a little bit, add some some big old eyeballs, almond-shaped eyeballs on there. There you go. Maybe that's what uh, 10 generations on Mars looks like uh, of having, you know, uh, reproducing the next generation. So who knows? So consider that, is that if the, the UFOs we're seeing now, maybe that's why these gray aliens or whatever they are, are actually in the, the, the ar- two arms and two legs, right? Maybe they're skinny and atrophied because they, they you know, the, the gravity signature of Mars, if this is the case, is actually, well, it's turned them into that. And then now they're coming back in time to check us out. Like I said, they wanted to uh, see any, any point in history. If you could travel back to any point, then there would be UFOs throughout history just in the time travel, right? Just in that realm. So you tell me. Love to hear your thoughts on this. We got one more hour of Trouble Minds coming up. Still taking your phone calls. And of course, remember, uh, th- thank you for uh, for uh, respecting the rules, guys, and uh, trying not to swear on the radio. I appreciate that very much. And third hour, um, all bets are off. We can uh, we can go wherever. Uh, no no uh, FCC breathing over our neck or anything like this. So that's the deal. So we're going to take a quick two-minute break. More Troubled Minds on the way. Don't go anywhere. The question is this. Do you think it's possible to even terraform Mars at all? How about in our lifetime add that? What happens to the first, second, third, fourth generations born on Mars? Are they even human anymore? And at some point, do you think that maybe that colony turns into the future, meaning that eventually they build time travel there and they start time traveling back to see us. And those are, well, maybe the little green men we're encountering now. You tell me. And uh, that's what's going on here. So, uh, all right. Two minute break. More troubled minds on the way. And uh, don't go anywhere. Here we go. Two minute break. More troubled minds still taking your phone calls. 702 957 1037 troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Come say hi. Come join the Discord and come, uh, come hang out with us. Lots of amazing, smart people there. And thank you all for the great calls so far tonight. Looking for some more if you got them. All right. Be right back. More troubled minds on the way. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are talking about Mars. 
Yeah, that's right, Mars. And, you know, that little red planet out there that supposedly is going to be a human colony in the next five years, according to Elon Musk, if his timeline stays firm. And, of course, uh, clearly we've never been there, uh, supposedly. Again, it depends on who you believe. Some people believe that there's no chance Mars is fake. We'll never get there. Space is fake. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Other people believe that we've already been there, meaning that uh, we've had a secret space program for a very long time, and it's likely we already have a base on Mars anyway. And so this is a lot of this uh, conspiracy pantomime in that, uh, well, what's actually true? What is the reality we live in? And uh, again, I, I kind of agree. I happen to agree with Jennifer there, with uh, with Robert. I, I, I think uh, with James, with with all the, the folks that called in tonight, thank you guys for the amazing calls. Uh, I think this is possible. I think, you know, I, I do believe we've been to the moon. I'm not, I'm not the guy that, uh, you know, I, I think probably the conspiracy for the moon for me, just for me, like I said, I don't have the answers. I think they probably faked the first one because it was on TV, right? Imagine how horrific that would be if they actually just crashed and burned on live TV, you know? I mean, you have to be damn sure, you, right? I mean, uh, yeah, like like triple, quintuple sure, like like just the amount of just mathematics involved right way back before computers right all that stuff you you have to be perfect and so uh, you know being perfect is not something humans are good at humans are good at right trying again and again and again and then finally achieving things and so being perfect the first time is is an unbelievable challenge and that's well that's what we're talking about for mars as well because so the way this works is again check out this website you guys if if you want to learn more about this like i said there's some pretty interesting stuff on this site that's called uh, humanmars.net and they describe what the base is going to look like again uh, sort of the terraforming plans the the dome stuff that they're talking about some of their landing sites exactly before they do it they're going to send up some uh, some different ships with supplies and then they're going to pick out the the spot where they they're going to land and try and build this martian city and all the crazy stuff right so t- starting with a robotic ev- evaluation and, and then two crewed starships and two crewed cargo ships with about two dozen astronauts will go there. And the main objective will be to build a propellant plant and solar array, as well as some greenhouses and landing pads for future missions. Those first settlers will live in the landed starships as temporary habitats, which will stay on Mars for several years or even forever. The propellant plant would produce methane and liquid oxygen from subsurface water ice and atmosphere. CO2 to refuel cargo ships for the return trip. SpaceX is hoping to perform these landings in 2025, which has been bumped up from 2023. So the cargo in 2025 and the crew and cargo in 2027. So uh, according again, it's bumped, been bumped back two years here. But again, like I said, that, that this there's some fascinating information on this website if you guys haven't seen this. And they're talking about not just uh, that plan in and of itself on how they're going to build this city, but then here's here's how they're going to have these reusable mar- uh, rockets, right? The the Falcon rockets and the rest of this, and how uh, right like it, it, it's like this huge thing that Elon Musk was able to to build a a rocket that could be reused, right? That was like like mind blowing to NASA, right? I mean, NASA has been just throwing rockets away forever. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with Robert there at the end when he said that, yeah, hell yeah, Elon can do this. Like if he puts his mind to it, I think he can do it. 
Um, and so this is this is what they're talking about right here. It's called Mars City. Mars City, all right? And the, the uh, working name is Mars Base Alpha. And here's the plans. It's right here on the uh, on this nice blog they've kept at humanmars.net. And this is what this looks like. So Mars City is the name Elon Musk gave to the first human colony on Mars in some earlier presentations of SpaceX's Mars colonization architecture. It would be an awkward name for a small outpost of the Mars Base Alpha will initially be after but several decades of colonization when the population of the of the base will reach several thousand the name mars city would fit quite well we estimate it will happen in the late 2050s with the construction of the first large-scale transparent dome. SpaceX has mentioned a goal of terraforming Mars eventually, but even if the efforts will be started early on, the first notable results, not even speaking about full terraformation, will be seen only centuries ahead. So there you go. There's the plan right there. And uh, like I said, this is uh, this is pretty fascinating to me because if uh, I, I kind of agree, I'm rooting for him. I, I want this to be done because... Think about that. Think about having to be perfect. And if you can pull this off and actually be self-sustainable on Mars and be able to refuel rockets there, launch them and come back for supply runs, things like this. I mean, literally, like you say, the sky's the limit. I think that blows this out of the water. Uh, Mars is the limit. What's what's next after Mars, right? So you're building launch pads there to launch rockets to come back. Well, it, it could be the outpost, the exploration out, outpost for, again, Titan, you know, for for uh, Enceladus, for, you know, some of these planets that they said are or moons that they said might be habitable as it is. So who knows, like it like like in terms of this, like maybe 200 years or 250 years or 300 years, we could literally be just have humans all over the damn solar system. Like that seems absurd, doesn't it? That's I mean. Man, talk about science fiction. This is nuts. So I guess the race is this, right? I guess let's frame this in a funny way for just a second. So the race is, is Elon Musk going to get to Mars or is Mark Zuckerberg going to destroy the world first with his metaverse? There you go. There's for you haters out there. What's up, Todd? How you doing, buddy? Talking to you. <laughs> so I don't know. You tell me. Just having fun with this and considering uh, hopefully, hopefully this works. Hopefully this plan is solid and hopefully they have to be perfect. Hopefully they have to be perfect. And uh, there you go. Matt's, Matt's got it right. We, LOL, we can't even be self-sustainable on Earth. Well, uh, if, you, if you put it to Elon and there's no EPA up there or anybody telling anybody what to do, uh, I think, I think that the problem is when you terraform the place, you, you can't be uh, you know, carbon neutral or what you, that you kind of need to kick that into the atmosphere, right? That's, I think that's part of terraform in the whole thing. So, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of be messy a little bit to start, but eventually, right. If like you get to start basically world building, I mean, we're, we're talking actual world building. I don't know. This is, this is nuts. And what do you guys think about this? Like I said, does this plan seem so far ridiculous that no chance in hell like like or or like like Dino said like no 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 not not in our lifetime or do you think that uh, this is possible do you think this is really going to happen so anyway let's get and let's get into those other ideas too what what if, if there is that time loop situation what if we came from Mars originally like a billion years ago or you know two billion years ago or whatever when Mars maybe had an atmosphere Mars maybe had liquid water Mars maybe had all those things that we need here. And it's all gone underground, right? The plate tectonics have done its thing. It's buried it all. We've talked about that with the mud floods and some of those ancient civilizations on Earth, that if this plate tectonic stuff and volcanoes and everything else were going for you know hundreds of millions of years, billions of years, you're eventually going to bury any evidence of the industrial civilizations that may have been there. So wouldn't that be something if uh, they, go, they go to Mars and they find 
artifacts they, they find that we were there i don't know or you know ancient ancestors were there uh so so i don't know like you tell me this is this is uh, pretty fascinating to me just for for so many reasons and think about that like i said may you live in interesting times right i think this is it i think i think how more interesting could you get short of like you know like maybe firing up a stargate for the first time and saying we don't need mars we're gonna go to alpha centauri right? We're just going to go straight there, right? You tell me. I don't know. Love to hear your thoughts on this, guys. At 702-957-1037. Phone number's up. And uh, still taking your phone calls. I'll go substitute teacher mode if you guys aren't interested. And just uh, read some of this stuff and talk about some of these other theories about maybe how the uh, uh, we are the time travelers. Yeah. There you go. What's up, Ash? How you doing? Uh, yeah. Stay off my lawn. Exactly. Well, they say. They say this is the thing. They say this is the thing. Elon Musk. And here's the plan. Right there on humanmars.net. You can see it. It's coming. They've even got a map. Check it out. Check it out, Ash. They've got a map on here where they're saying where their potential landing sites, so where they're going to land and build this base. So, well, maybe you could start planning right now. <laughs> maybe start planning. The, uh, the, 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 the war begins. They've, they've drawn their, their X's in the sand, and maybe you can, uh, maybe you can beat them to the punch. But yeah, so, so I don't know. What are your thoughts on this and uh, what's going on? Uh, let's read some chat and uh, be social a little bit here. And uh, uh, good stuff. Good stuff as usual. Uh, from, from all the chat here and uh, all the amazing phone calls. Let's see. Um, uh, but, but, but Tam says uh, over on Rockfin, I wonder what the laws will be there. Will Elon be president or king of Mars? And that's a hell of a question right there. And what if the, there are Martians already there living underground? Oh, Ash may have something to say about that, but but I think I, I think those are some questions, and I think those are some legitimate questions too, because uh, meaning we we just don't know. Like like if there was life on Mars, you would expect it's probably underground, and that's part of the weirdness here. Is imagine, you, you know, they've we've talked about these methane cycles that they can't explain other than possibly saying there's life there's life happen there's these these um some sort of um, you know actual um uh, bio bio signatures happening in the atmosphere already with the methane and they go in kind of in these cyclical seasonal cycles so it, it suggests that there's some sort of at least maybe microbial life up there but what if there's more because you'd expect it to move underground that's where most of the water is going to be again uh, you know no atmosphere there's going to be uh, or a very, very light atmosphere, the rest of that stuff, you would expect life to, to adapt and just move underground. And so that's that's the question here. Uh, maybe we do find Martians up there and all the rest of this. So if you got, you want to be part of the show, how how you guys doing? What's up, Scooby Bear? I see you over there on DLive. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, yeah, we're talking about Mars tonight. We're talking about, uh, can Elon actually pull this off? And if so, what is what is the first... Uh, actual uh, generation of Martians going to look like. We talked about that a little bit. Here's the uh, the child born on Mars graphic, if you're into that. Or, yeah, and then we can get to uh, the time travel, if you have a theory on the time travel and the rest of this. So let's go to, um, looks like, I believe this is Matt in California. Matt, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Hey, Mike. Good. How's it going, Mike? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, good, good show. Uh, I think you. for Mars, we're talking about like terraforming the planet or you know going there. I think um, we need to do kind of what we're doing with the, the robots, send the droids there first, and build it for the humans to come later. You know, we can't. I don't think we're going to go there and then just start living there. I think we need to have the robots do build it up first. Some of the stuff that Robert was talking about, like 
um, terraforming it and stuff. So the theories are, you know, we could bring droid, droid droids to, um, you know, dig, like a digger droids, to dig underground and then live underground. That would be the best kind of way to do it so we're not, you know, getting hit by the radiation. Because if they do the whole um, dome city thing, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of problems with that. Because uh, living in a dome, like, I'm really clumsy. So, like, I'd probably be the guy that, like, accidentally breaks the hole in the <laughs> dome and kills us all. <laughs> Damn it, Matt. Why? Why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things, Matt. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm for that. But then um, there, another one, too, is I was thinking is, okay, um, so the radiation hits Mars. Because the, um, Mars is one solid piece of rock. It's not like um, how Earth is. Earth has a you know liquid magnetic core that shoots out the magnetic fields. And those magnetic fields are what protects us from the Earth or from the sun's uh, you know UV rays and stuff. So what if we could like somehow art like make artificial like liquid iron core in on Mars and have that you know shoot out magnetic fields. That will protect us from the radiation. Yeah, that that's a whole lot. That's I mean, the theory, theory I had. Yeah, so if we can do that, man, like that, that's that's a, an engineering marvel for, <laughs> for for the eons if you can pull that off. And and so clearly, right? I mean, that that's why they they were talking about some of this ridiculous stuff like nuke in the poles and whatnot to try and like kickstart this chain reaction of like this uh, atmosphere, this ozone, like Robert was talking about and be able to shield some of the radiation, which seems that that part in and of itself seems ridiculous to nuclear bombs on the poles. But the, the other stuff like you're describing, uh, you know, I think maybe that's where this heads. It may not be our lifetime, but it may be, you know, a hundred years from now, 200 years from now, maybe they do. Yeah. That. And maybe there's like yeah, trees growing on Mars and stuff like out there in the soil. That would be insane. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, it would take. It's gonna take generations, and like if we haven't started yet, like who's to say they haven't already started doing it? You know, but um, if we we start it now, yeah, it'd be generations down the line that we'll be actually able to to do it to go there and live. And there's other things um, like for like other planets too, like for example, um, like Venus is gas, and um, you see in the Star Wars they have the Cloud City. And there's, like, something going on there. Like, you never see in Cloud City on Star Wars, you never see the bottom. They're just up in the, you know, in the clouds. And they're, like, using the gas of the planet to sustain their um, city in the clouds. Yeah, uh, it's unclear exactly what they're mining, but they're doing some kind of gas production. They're collecting it. They're, yeah. Mm -hmm. But again, right, so what is that? On, on a mountaintop? Is it flying? Like, it, it seems to be fixed on something. There's a lot, right? There's a lot with that. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, uh, if we could, just these are just ideas. I have theories. Um, like, if we could invent a machine that could run off of Jupiter gas, and then, you know, we could siphon Jupiter gas to, you know, power our machines. There's, you know, Jupiter is a huge planet, so it would take forever for us to siphon enough gas. We, you know, we, that could be a, um, like, a energy source for, for a long time for us before we actually destroy that planet. Yeah, that's that's one of those things like, too. That yeah, like there's a, there's a lot at play here, and and if this is a this is a big <laughs> a big ask, isn't it? I mean, like like I said, humans aren't good at being perfect, especially the first time, and th this is what they're expecting to be. 
So, so I don't know. Like, uh, so, so as you saw so some of that plan from that site, that's a, that's an amazing website. If you want to read about the plan that they've got set up is exactly that they're going to land those spaceships and they'll live in those spaceships first, right? They'll use those as like the, it'll be like a, they'll land them and they'll use it as a, the home base. And then they'll start building the things from there. Of course, I'm sure they're going to have automation and some robots and hopefully be able to 3d print some things up there with some of the water and some of the other, you know, natural resources. But, but who knows, right? I, like, they, they, the first, supposedly, again, so I'm going to say supposedly for all this, the, the Mars rover that had the drill, the first rock they tried to drill into crumbled and it couldn't even get them a sample. So like, who knows? What if, what if there's oh, yeah. a ton of that stuff up there that's like that? And it's nothing like we thought it was. It's at this, this. Yeah, we're all totally wrong. Yeah, yeah, it could be, right? Because again, there's, as far as we know, there's been nobody up there. Unless you go into the really, really out there stuff, but uh, I wouldn't put it past us. What What about the secret space program? Do you think it's possible that maybe there are people there now, and we're just not allowed to know? Um. Yeah. It's a, I mean, if there is people up there, like they wouldn't want us to know. If yeah, they're already doing it. That's a good theory. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like that but one too. They've already done it, and, and they're that- just kind of making it seem like. They're making it seem like we can't escape, but then like, the, you know, that's, and that's the, uh, we talked about this before. That's the Elysium kind of thing. Like the rich people are already up there living their life and then they're just going to let us, you know, be on earth and the earth, you know, the, the way we're going, the earth ain't going to be around that much longer. Exactly. So the humans so will destroy it eventually. That's your breakaway civilization there, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, uh, and so, go ahead. Go ahead. So going to the, um, Going to the, like the generations of the babies on on Mars, they like if but this is, you know theories if we could get to Mars and we start having generations of people being born up there, um, I think you know evolution of man that is a thing where the babies being born up there are going to have it. I guess it wouldn't be benefits; it'd be the opposite of that. It'd be bad things of living on Earth or living on Mars. So that would be like like you said you know, the like thin bones and being skinny and all that, like over time, because it's not like walking around on earth. But I think that um, it wouldn't be like the first babies born on Mars are going to be normal you know, humans. But then like the next one, the next one, the next one over time, you know, each generation is going to get, you know, turned into, like you said, a Martian. And then it won't be until like, say two people, may have a boy and then two, uh, two other people may have a girl. It won't be until those two mate and have another baby. That would be the next, you know, the jump in the evolution. Right. Like the first, exactly. Cause it doesn't happen. Like snap your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. So it has to be, so the first actual generation wouldn't be the first children born on Mars, but the, but what some of the biologists are saying is that it almost doesn't matter because that the you know the stimuli from the environment is going to cause higher mutations and a higher mutation rate means faster evolution so that's that's the idea there so but you're right i think the official first martian generation won't be until you have like the first native martian two of them mate and have the next one so yeah yeah good stuff um, what, yeah, what, it's a generational thing. Yeah, exactly. So, so what about the idea? I'm sure we've talked about this in the past a little bit. What do you think about uh, the UFOs now are 
time travelers, us from the future that have become these Martians, become these little green men, as it were. Um, yeah, that's a theory. What's the, uh, there's a movie, what's that movie? It was Mission to Mars, where at the end of, you know, they're on Mars and then they find the spaceship and then at the end, it actually shows that, uh, this is that, in that movie, it shows that, um, Mars was like Earth at one point in time. And then, you know, something happened or however it turned into what it is now, a red, you know, a dead planet and the Martians escape on a pod and they, you know, come to earth and it crash lands on earth. And that's, you know, the theory, that theory, what is that? Like, um, transpermia or something like that. Or like, that's the way, you know, they're planning, putting life on all the planets. They escape to earth. And um, also, there's another um, story on this. It's called the Rendlesham UFO. Um, I kind of talked about this before, uh, and I'll post it. It's uh, the Rendlesham UFO is um, a thing that happened in this place called Rendlesham, and uh, that was a UFO that they saw. Um, like they went up to this UFO in the forest, and it had like binary code, and the binary code was saying like, "We're we're humans from the future." coming back to like check up on the, you know, on humans now. That's pretty wild. I, I, it's called I, the Rendell. Yeah. It's called the Rendlesham forest UFO. Yeah, UFO. Yeah. I'm familiar with the, the story there. I didn't realize that the, the, they had uh, translated that. That's, that's pretty nuts. So Rendlesham is in the UK. It's Rendlesham forest. It's from uh, that crash happened. The supposed, uh, it wasn't a crash. It was a landing, apparently a landing of this craft. And it happened approximately 1980, as, as I believe, when that went down. And there's still witnesses alive from that. So there's, it's one of those ones that some people say it's one of the most credible UFO encounters ever. And other people are like, nah, nah, it was a bunch of BS. As always, right? Just depends on who you ask. But I'll look into yeah. that. I didn't realize there was uh, you know, binary code they had translated. I'll check that out. Good stuff, man. I believe it. I believe in that one because, yeah, I believe in that one. I, I posted it before, but I'll repost it because, you know, things get lost in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, lots of good stuff going through there. Yeah, fantastic. So, 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 once again, you know, we're not. I don't mean it like we're going to bet against people, but do you think they'll pull this off? Do you think they'll pull it off in the next, let's say, ten years? Do you think uh, Elon will go to Mars? Uh, I, I don't really don't know. Um, I want to, you know, I yeah, like I want to believe him. I want to, you know, explore the galaxies and you know, sci-fi, explore the world, or explore, you know, the universe. But I think too, I think there's just so many problems, um, just in like getting there, you know, that it's not, it's not going to be something we're not going to be able to snap our fingers and just do it. We're going to have to work for it and figure it out. It has to be science and technology together to get us there. And then, okay. Getting us there is just one, you know, problem living on the planet is going to be, you know, there's, there's so many things that could go wrong you know yeah a whole lot of other problems that's so, that's 100 percent. yeah i so i say i say no okay so no is it, and if we do you probably take a little longer than that yeah it won't be until we have some sort of technology that we're for sure like figured it out and know how to do it right now we're kind of get we're, we're like speculating we don't know what's really up there yeah, you seen Dune? <laughs> I seen the, uh, the old one. I just started watching the new one uh, only like halfway through. 
Okay, I'm I'm gonna just say, what if something lives underground on Mars that's like yeah, in Dune, and I'll leave it at that. Well, for, yeah, for no spoilers. <laughs> I'll leave it for no spoilers. But uh, you know what I mean? Like, how would we know? We'd have to catch it on a satellite or something, right? Yeah, who the heck knows, man? Yeah. Matt, Matt, I appreciate you calling. Anything else for us tonight? Um, no, thank you for having me on. Uh, thank you for the shows and uh, keep up the good work, Mike. Thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, you too as well. Thank you. Thanks for the fantastic call as always. That's Matt in California. Uh, good good dude. Uh, always good information there. And we're still talking about Mars and still taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And so lots of questions tonight. So number one, do you think Elon Musk will pull this off? He says uh, 2025, the first actual uh, craft will land on Mars with supplies. And in 2027, actual a manned crew will land there that will scout out the area and choose the most likely spot to build the city mars city and uh what they'll do is they'll live in their spaceships for the first bit until they start building this new thing so uh do you think this is all possible and then again uh do you think there's life on mars currently which could be a whole new wrinkle in that game right what if there is that changes everything, doesn't it? And then what if, uh, back to this other theory, what if we, the UFOs we see today are us from the future, that whole theory? And we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit as we go tonight. Looking to hear from you, 702-957-1037. We got Ash here. I'm not sure if he's actually there, uh, Ash. Let's go. Let's try this. Let's try this. Let me, let me see if this actually works. Let's go uh, Earth to Mars. Ash, do you copy? What's up, Ash? How are you, bro? What's up? How are you guys doing tonight? Good, good. Apparently, the uplink to Mars is strong. The the uh, the alignments must be pure. Um, yeah. So this this affects you probably in a great way. This Elon Musk talk and uh, living on Mars and all the rest of this. What are your thoughts, man? There's a lot here. Well, look. If you're gonna just outright talk about the invading my planet okay <laughs> you know just gonna just tweet it like it's no big deal a declaration of war against me all right you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna throw down earth i don't know what i'm gonna do yet but i'm, I'm gonna figure it out i'm gonna sabotage some of the quit no but <clears throat> for real it's um the, it, it's a we live in crazy times and what is crazy is that if you notice the mainstream news is talking about trial cases and this and that and all the other thing. And, and then there's this amazing news that, you know, kind of gets, gets, uh, goes past everyone. And it's things like, you know, we're going to Mars, we're colonizing Mars, which, which seems a little bit more important than any court case, you know, that could be going on. And, um, it's just wild how there's so much of this stuff going on. Um, in technology and and all these different fields and i wonder you know just kind of how we don't really know what's going on it there there's something that kind of bugs me about this whole thing and it's just elon musk is a brand right and it's like elon musk can do anything and look i i i love what elon musk has done and i'm a, i'm a big supporter but um for for him to go to the moon to go to space and it it's just it it's kind of it's kind of nonsensical to me because um you know we have these underground bases we have this breakaway civilization we get we hear these rumors of all this government stuff that we've got alien ufos i mean at this point 
some of those rumors are quelched. We do. There are UFOs, right? Someone's flying around in these amazing vehicles that can that can get to other planets, and it's just slowly confirming these rumors that we're hearing. So, you know, are we going to Mars to colonize it for the first time, or or do we have a base there already? Like um, that Israeli space officer who was eighty years old. He's been he's been he's been in the business. All his life, if anyone's going to know, it was him, and there was that article about it. So, like, to what extent is this true? Is this just public disclosure through a popular brand like Elon Musk? What What is real? What isn't? And I guess that's kind of my, you know, going to Mars, sweet. Colonizing Mars, cool. That's all cool. But, like, we can't even have a, a mature discussion about the, the UFOs. We can't even get... You know what's going on on a ground basis we we don't know what's going on and that's kind of like the part that's like okay yeah to what extent is this true you know is he saying he's going and then he just hops in a secret ufo government thing and just flies up there and then unloads i think that's what they did with the moon landing i really do i will we'll, time will tell but i th- i think that they didn't really go in like a legit vehicle that we built i think that we had some ufo technology and we took that to the moon. We like faked the whole thing, like we were gonna go with our own tech, right? And then we went with like the secret tech, and um, that's why there's so much uh, weirdness with like footage and how people are behaving and everything like that. And so, will this will history repeat itself? Will it be like that? I mean, that's my theory. Maybe I'm out there on that, but um, I mean, we haven't heard a peep from. I mean, how many years, how many decades has it been? And it doesn't seem like energy and travel technology has progressed at all. We're still just shooting rockets in the space. That's kind of hard to believe. <laughs> That's what uh, Tinfoil you know? Timothy says all the time. He's all, come on, guys. They were doing the, the Saturn V back in like the 50s. He's like, no fucking chance. We're still shooting rockets in the sky. This makes no sense. Yeah. And he's kind of right. <laughs> he's kind of right. Yeah. E- either, either that. Like, there's two realities. UFOs are real, period, right? That's a reality. So off of there, there's two realities. Either some human, it's a human technology, and that we probably can go to Mars already, in which, in which case we already have. If it's a military advantage, you're going to go, period. Or it's aliens. Either one is completely crazy, it's a reality changing, right? It changes everything. And it's got to be one or the other. Either it's aliens, right? Or it's us. And we've already been to Mars. So, like, what are you telling me? Do you tell me we haven't been to Mars? Okay, then it's aliens. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's flying <laughs> right. those UFOs? Right. Right? So, th- these, these are the conversations. And I think that we haven't solidified the UFO conversation, that UFOs are real. Like, we should be like... That should crack everything wide open. We should be able to use that. But, I mean, there's so much, so many years of stigma. And, um, you know, they can be doing stuff right in your face. And, and people people won't accept it because there's so much stigma behind it. I mean, literally, just bring it up. Just, just like, start up a conversation with someone randomly and just start talking <laughs> about UFOs and aliens. See how that goes. It's not going to go well. <laughs> Usually. Sometimes. Yeah. You gotta write the, you're at the right bar. It can go okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What do you, are you, what do you think, Mike? It's a little, it's a little, right? Are you a little skeptical? 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in between. Like, uh, I think we did go to the moon, you know. I think that uh, they weren't honest with the technology. I think that's for probably certain. Like I said, I think it was likely faked the first time. And we did go back when the cameras were turned off. Uh, I think that was probably the way that went down. Just an opinion. I, I don't know. I don't have those answers. And then uh, I think that... Uh, I think if they're going to do it with Mars, I would guess it was going to be something similar, right? So they're going to do some secret stuff and put some stuff up there and even possibly send people prior just to double check, right? Sort of that like those unnamed people that go down in history as heroes, but nobody knows their name type of thing. They're going to go scout it out, you know? I'll I'll bet you it's going to happen something like that. And so, you know, like... Mm, I see. And then if they do and those people survive, then they'll release their names. But just in case it's horrific and like this just disgusting meltdown and they die this horrific death and like, you know, suffocating and burning and irradiation and, you know, it's on camera or whatever, like on a, on a GoPro stuck to the dashboard as this shit goes down, you know, like... That's the, that's why I think they would probably do this stuff in secret to begin with, because just imagine what 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 a blow that would do to to any space program at all like that. That's hey. just that is horrific. I mean, you're talking about like a what a three month voyage to get there sort of thing. And then for it to, to go down in flames like something like that, just horrific. Yeah, no. So so I don't I, I, That's my guess. I, I'm thinking they'll probably do something prior to clandestine style not tell anybody about it and so if it crashes and burns they could say it never happened right that would be my thought on that but right then it it still means you have to at some point establish something before you just send i don't know dozens or hundreds of people up there It, it it seems ludicrous it seems cart before the horse it really does so so I don't know I don't know like like I said I I'm 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 hopeful I I, I hope that you know uh, Elon Musk can get this done I hope that it doesn't turn into just a just a horrific tragedy with not just a few people but you know multiple dozens or hundreds of people and who knows right like this is the great unknown and this is exactly what uh this is what humanity is about too you know like this is if nothing can inspire you or if this doesn't inspire you as being possible I don't know you can be inspired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it is such a monumental undertaking just on a like like on a physics level, on a astronomy level, right? Like on an engineering level. Like there's there's so many things at play here that have to go right to make this work. It's uh right. it's it's uh it gives me the chills a little bit thinking about somebody is saying we can do this, you know? Uh, man, that's uh if that doesn't fire you up, I don't know what will. But yeah, so so I'm with you, man. Like I, I'm, I'm hoping he can pull it off, even if it takes him a little longer than he says. I would be cautious because you don't want it to like blow up in your face with you know dozens or hundreds of people dead instantly. So I, you know, that's why I would play it. If I, you know, I hate to say it, guys. If I was NASA or Elon Musk, I'd send a secret mission first and just double check everything and make sure you know there's no sandworms <laughs> going to eat people up and shit. And then after that's that, true. then we're like radio back. Okay, all clear, guys. We landed. It's safe. <laughs> the math checks out. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you got to make. You got to make sure Megatron's not on the dark side of the moon or whatever, you yeah. know, like seriously. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that, that's how I do it. But anyway, so, so I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. But uh, okay. So here's this thing too. check this out. I know you've heard this theory before. What do you think about this, Ash? We were going to get into this and you just happened to show up at uh, pretty much the right time. It's almost like somebody had uh, called you, remote viewed you and said, dude. So check this out. This is a headline from space.com. Are the aliens us? 
UFOs may be piloted by time-traveling humans, this book argues. And this is sort of ties into the whole future generations born on Mars, they say, will look exceedingly more and more like aliens, right? Like Martians. They will get smaller, possibly larger heads, uh, emaciated, brittle bones, right? Have, uh, their vision will be worse. So uh, as a possibility, their eyes may become larger to adapt to that because they spend most of the time inside, et cetera, so on. So, you know, even skin pigmentation changes because of the, the enhanced radiation and UV light up there. So if that's the case, and let's just say 10 or let's say a thousand generations down the line, the Martians look like gray aliens, right? Something to that effect. So are the, the, the UFOs we see, the breakaway civilization, that time travel coming back to check us out? What do you think about that theory? So um, I know in order to avoid, so there's two parts. In order to avoid the actual conversation about aliens and crack that open for whatever reason, <clears throat> the some of the factions that are in control are kind of the barrier to disclosure. The ones that don't want it are, are thinking about using that as a contingency plan, basically saying it's us from the future. We, we it's us from the future and the, those UFOs and that we can't interact with them because it might mess up time travel stuff or something. So I know that that is a contingency plan. Um, uh, so I, I tend to kind of try to, not let them do that so easily so i kind of push back on that but i will say with development in space is that we are not evolved for to be in space like how hard is it if we send something to mars is way easier when we send people right because we're not designed for space it's really hard to keep humans alive there's i mean half of the maybe even twice as much of the trip ends up just dedicated to that the resources to that so I, that's a great point where evolutionarily, uh, if you're sending biologicals into space, you want them kind of attuned to, to the, to being able to live in there. So it's, it's more efficient, right? Just in general, it's kind of like mermaids, right? Like they live underwater. That's their evolved for it. That's, I'm not saying mermaids are real. I'm just saying that's the idea, right? Damn um, ash. Here's <laughs> Let me tell you about the mermaid. No, I don't. I don't believe. <laughs> let's let's talk about mermaids for a moment. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, 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 no. So, but um, so what I will say is um, there's and 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 we're we're going out in the left field. So I don't. I've never seen any of these things, right? So I don't know. But there's rumors that um, those gray beings, there's ones that are kind of they're kind of made or they're a slave race to other beings because they are capable of interstellar uh, space flight easily. So for instance, one, uh, they've been referred to being grown like a crop. So if you were going to go to Mars, you could literally have these bio, um, these bio robot entities, like on record, you send the plane to, to Earth, uh, Mars, with with with, it doesn't have to sustain biological life at all, right? Because you don't have any on board. You're just sending a machine. But then when it gets there, it can grow the crew. It can like make the crew, which is a pretty gnarly concept. But from what I'm hearing, that is like a super common thing to do. Like that's how it. That's how they. That's how other beings supposedly have overcome that. So 
Um, so yeah, I mean, there is this movie, I think it was called Titan something on Netflix or whatever, but we wanted to, to go to one of Titan's moons and the people, uh, can't really survive there. So they like did a, they like basically did gene therapy on, on a bunch of people and, um, accelerated their evolution to survive on that planet. Um, and, uh, most of the people went insane like, went on rampages and all kinds of stuff. It's, it's an interesting movie. It's like, I forget. It's, it's like something about Titan. If you, if you Google a uh, trip to Titan Netflix, it'll, it'll come up. But yeah, by the end of it, people had like, kind of like fins and gills and stuff and could survive on that planet. Um, you know, here, here's a concept. Well, maybe that's what humans are. Maybe we are seated across the universe and that we co-evolve with a planet and we're kind of the terraforming that allows another civilization that kind of uses us to kind of prime the DNA pool for the, for them to move in amongst us or whatever. I don't know. You mean but, the archons, the archons, <laughs> they want to move to Mars. What, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I think that, you know, I think that people think like robots are going to be the next revolution. Um, and I think, I think that is the case. Obviously we've seen some crazy stuff, but I think biology is, is a real thing. Cause it's just way more efficient, right? It just, you know, you can just make, you just grow more. That's way better. So yeah, going to Mars. I mean, but, but look, these, look at these conversations we're having just, just having to go to Mars pushes humanity to, it's like pushes it in a way to like figure stuff out and grow and evolve. And if anything ever happens on Earth, uh, you know, um, who was it? Uh, Matt Damon? Matt Damon can, like, you know, start the species <laughs> over again. Matt Damon. <laughs> <From Inter For, laughs> yes, of course. Or Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew, Murph! Murph! Hell yeah. Uh, well, okay, so, okay. Now, like I said... It's uh, it, it the, the idea is so big. Like I'm the guy that gets up here on a microphone and talks about like black holes harboring the Akashic record, right? And yet, <laughs> and yet, right? As big as that idea is, it's ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. But like, just like the actual physicality of moving to Mars seems so enormous to me it, it, it seems bigger than that it seems bigger than the black holes in the akashic record it's, it's absurd it, it's crazy yeah I, I don't know i don't know like uh, so, so we'll see like i said we'll keep an eye on this we've been watching this and keeping an eye on this in the past we'll, we'll continue to do that on this show as things develop but uh I, i'm kind I, i'm kind of cautiously optimistic about this i'm excited like like uh, I, I what if this dude pulls this off man holy shit right like he's saying well, his goal he says in his lifetime he wants to move a million people to mars wow you know it is crazy we wouldn't really be getting this success like even if jeff jeff bezos has done a lot and like i know people a lot of people don't like jeff bezos but he has accomplished a lot right if jeff bezos said he was going to mars you'd be like yeah but Elon says he's going to Myers and you're like, all right, you know, exactly. you start to listen. Right? Uh, by the way, I have it on good authority that Jeff Bezos, that son of a bitch doesn't know a damn thing about anything, which is a callback to what's up, Robert shout out. <laughs> but it's funny. You, you just said that in other words, but he said, he said that at the end of the second hour, it was, a, it was a funny statement. It, he's like, he's like Elon. He said the same thing. If Elon Musk said it, 
All right, cool. Yeah, probably. If he puts his mind to it, probably. But if Jeff Bezos says it, that son of a bitch doesn't know a damn thing about... Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I mean, Elon's actually a genius, right? And when he... When he was asked what he what does he spend most of his time doing, he spent he's like, well, I spend most of my time engineering. He's actually engineering, right? He when when you manage like something, if you know how to do it, or at least know how to do it well enough, you're gonna be way better at it than like imagine like imagine if you and I, Mike, we got like a billion dollars and they're like go to Mars. What are we gonna do? We're gonna like Shit. find people, <laughs> right, and right. we're gonna be like. Take us to Mars. We're going to just hand it down, right? Right, but, right. But with Elon, he can, like, he knows, he'll actually can, he's smart enough to understand. You and I, we're dumb. We're like, I don't know. Yeah. We, at least I am. 100%. I'd be like, I don't know. I, I second that. I second that. You're, you're totally dumb, Ash. <laughs> See what Thanks, Mike. See what I was about to do there? I was about to take one on the chin. I was like, nah, let's just dunk on Ash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Right. You got to take those when you can. Yeah, you take it when you can. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. You're right. Like, uh, I, th- I think you can do this. I, you know, like, uh, again, you got to be the engineer. You got to be the guy that understands all of it. Because if you did pass the money down, half of it would disappear in like waste, fraud, and abuse. <laughs> that's the way the world works. Right. <laughs> right? That's, that's true. I mean, yeah. there was this rocket program by the government that it's been like going on for like 30 years. And it's like the same freaking rocket. It hasn't. And, um, you know, I'm talking to people about it from the military. They're like, yeah, you know, it's a jobs program. It's like, it's not supposed to be a jobs program. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, wait, supposedly this is the same organization that went to the moon at some point. But now it's just a jobs program? Cool. <laughs> Super cool. <laughs> what the? Wow. Very inspiring. Wow. Exactly. Great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome to 2021. Absolutely. All right. All right. So, so uh, do you give it the maybe juice that uh, back to the time travel thing? Do you think that's even possible? The time travel from the uh, uh, a new book suggests that scientists take a closer look at a seemingly bizarre idea that it's not extraterrestrials piloting UFOs, but time traveling humans from the future, which would be the Martians, which may be us, maybe Elon's crew, right? Maybe they're coming back. Maybe they want to check out. I made okay. this joke earlier. Maybe they're coming back to view the great pandemic of 2020. <laughs> and that's what yeah, just to see it. <laughs> just, just pull up a ship and like, all right, it's about to happen. Throw me a space beer. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're hovering above China. <laughs> exactly. Like, all right, let's find out. Did they're it like, really come from a? Let's you let's, know, yeah, <laughs> let's, lab. let's time travel and see if that shit really came from a lab in Wuhan. <laughs> Oh yeah. You know what's crazy though is uh, one of the reasons I'm so fascinating about fascinated about remote viewing is because if it's true, even if it's only five percent true, it has like wow. Okay, hold, first off, wh- what what the heck is what the heck even is it, and how does it work? That's got its own thing. But if if it is, then it's a way that we can actually figure things out. And so, um. When you remote view, the reason I bring that up is because you can go in the past and you can go in the future. And I heard this from the remote viewing group. I bring those guys up. I know I do all the time, but it seems like you guys are interested in it. Um, he, he's been trying to put together, the guy who runs that, has been trying to put together their projects and try and form a narrative. And he was saying that um, something about Earth in the near future, like or now, 
is really, really important to the extraterrestrials and like what's going on in the galaxy and what happens in the future. That some about now is a very critical time for whatever reason. Um, and that these beings look, they are all looking in the future and they're like warring over potential futures by like influencing humanity. And that supposedly there's like a law that they can't directly influence humanity. So they have to kind of, they can't directly like steer the ship for us or enslave us or whatever. They have to influence us and that we have like a destiny or something. I don't know. Anyway, this is what this guy's trying to conclude. He's trying to figure out why all these beings are looking at this planet because they go and they remote view all these extraterrestrial species and they end up like, they're like, what are they looking at? And they're looking here. And like, there's a, and you keep, they kept trying different groups and they kept looking here and they're like, what's going on? So there's like this complex political potential drama. I mean, they could all be just loons, right? They could just be making it up. Um, but this is Courtney. I've Brown. seen them. This is Courtney Brown and the far, far yeah, sight. Courtney, Courtney, yeah. For, from far sight. And if you guys, you know, take a look and let me know, like, if you think it's, if you think it's junk, but I've seen them predict the future before, and so they can remote view the future. And supposedly when they remote view extraterrestrials, a lot of the extraterrestrials see them, which means they have this ability too. So if they have the ability, then they're probably looking in the future too. And so everyone's looking in the future, and they're trying to get their conclusion to happen. Um, and so I don't know if that's true, but um, that that could mean like a lot of things that we like we spread like we're starting to spread now we're going to mars we spread through the galaxy we intermingle with other races and like um they're coming back to the source they're trying to nip whatever it is in the bud now or fix it or or or, or get rid of the bad or help it or or whatever i don't know um but uh yeah it's time dude when you start thinking of time travel like terminator 2 stuff it, your, your brain starts to explode it's like you know, can you go back in time and shoot your grandfather, you know, on the toilet? Whoa, whoa. So, I don't know. Oh, you, that's Game of Thrones. You went Game of Thrones, didn't you? All right. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I, I got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. With a crossbow. With the crossbow. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then, so so interestingly, so the reason I bring up the name Courtney Brown is he's widely considered to be, if not the best, one of the best remote viewers in the world, right? I'm pretty sure that's the case. So, he's got this. Uh, well, he's. His group, his group, right? his group has some of the best. It, it, he, he himself, he does it, but like I think some there's like some people on his group that they like remote view. And if it if it is true, I, again, I'm not there. I'm not physically there, but like they're really good. Like it's like kind of crazy how fast they pick stuff up, and they have conversations with beings. It's kind of like the the hair stands up on your arm, and when they're like speaking to the devil. <laughs> You know stuff, stuff like that. So uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty gnarly. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. No, you're good. That's, that's the eight martini result, right? Were you there for that? Uh, yeah. No, I wasn't here for that. What? What? That was like. Uh, it was like I, I read some of the article though. It's like if you once you like accept it as reality, if you're seeing enough proof, it blows your mind, and you have to have eight martinis right to like recover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's 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 an actual. This is hilarious. We talked about this uh, last show, two shows ago. I can't remember, but there's there's a remote viewing magazine called Eight Martinis, 
com right and i saw this from ufo joe it was on his twitter because he's super into remote viewing also and he knows courtney brown and all the rest of this right so so this is what this is and this is hilarious it's worth mentioning again so eight martinis.com is a remote viewing magazine and why it's called eight martinis is because of this what is an eight martini result well this is an intelligence community in-house term for remote viewing data so good that it cracks everyone's realities so they have to go out and drink eight martinis to recover. And that was said by Ingo Swan, who has now passed away and also considered to be one of the best remote viewers ever, right? Him and Joe McMonagall were part of uh, Project Stargate back with the CIA. So interesting. Eight, right. There you go. Eight martinis result. I didn't know that. Now I know that. That's a, that's a, a nice term to add. Eight martinis result. But yeah, yeah, man. Uh, and if that's what this is, so so you're saying that like the the remote viewers, Courtney Brown and all the rest of this, they're actually uh, considering that uh, they're looking at us for some reason, meaning that uh, maybe that time travel stuff is happening. And if that's the case, well, we would be we would kind of be one of the the hot kids on the block, right? With new technology, kind of coming back to look at ourselves in the past. And then so these uh, super advanced civilizations would be like wait, what are these guys up to, right? So all eyes would sort of be on Earth. That's an interesting thought right there. Yeah, like, I was trying to... He hasn't explained that too much. It was actually just in his last thing. Um, but, I mean, I've I've watched their material, and that's happened a few times where um, he, he must have some other information that wasn't on the site. That I, that, but his, that's his theory, is that um, I think... <laughs> I think humans, um, we are actually amazing in that we have like a really powerful destiny and that we create a certain future. And because, I mean, look at, look at humans. Like they're like, I mean, I watch like TikTok videos of, uh, uh, people who like lay brick and like, they'll do a whole thing in like a second. And like, we're, we're like superheroes from what I understand. Because if you look at a lot of these beings, they're like, you know, like you describe them, big heads and like skinny bodies and stuff. And it's like, we are not, we like, I watch humans do flips and all kinds of crazy stuff. We're like, we're like superheroes. So if, if any, if we hook up with a faction, we could like supercharge and get stuff done. And so I think that, um, he was saying that there's two factions. There's the Galactic Federation of the world, the real one. And a, a lot of times what they say is the Galactic Federation. It, it isn't. They're just trying to confuse you. And then there's like the reptilians. This is, this is the remote viewing thing. Again, I've never seen any of this. The remote viewing and the Orions. So reptilians and greys work together. And then there's like um, the Galactic Federation of Worlds, which is like a different group. But there's a law where they, they can't directly interfere with humans unless humans kind of request it and only to a limited capacity. So they're like influencing humanity going one direction or another. And that's why we're experiencing so much turmoil. It's because the government's trying to figure it out. The Galactic Federation's world's trying to influence us. And then uh, the reptilians are trying to make us all go in a different direction. And supposedly this whole drama has been going on. And then at one point, Mars was settled. And that uh, there was a war on Mars. And that they destroyed Mars, basically. And... Um, and that's kind of like uh, there's been a reptilian presence throughout the galaxy for a long time. There was like an empire. It's pretty gnarly stuff. Like, but I mean, what else would it be? Like, the, the universe is vast. There's like trillions of galaxies, and 
there's got to be stuff going on. And if anything's going on, you fast forward it a million years and there's a lot going on, right? Like, I mean, we're, we're getting ready to freaking go to Mars, guys. So, like, you don't think someone else didn't do that already? Like, fast forward us 10,000 years. What are we going to be doing? We're going to be doing some crazy stuff. Crazy We've done stuff. a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, it's crazy a, stuff. Imagine if Elon sticks to landing, right? Like that, the, the implications for the next hundred years change drastically, and then the next thousand years change drastically. It's like the, there's these ripple effects that go forward, but then also if we're talking in terms of like um, maybe harnessing the powers of black holes and sort of using getting enough energy to do those time travel jumps, then it starts bringing those like crazy ideas of time traveling back to check in on ourselves. It, it's you know it seems like those ripple effects go both ways it, it's nuts a uh, c- couple quick shout outs what's up uh tony it's time to wake up five what's up buddy welcome to the stream <laughs> i saw a new name there i thought i'd say hi uh how's everybody but yeah yeah i mean nuts right like those ripple effects go through not just space but time i don't know man like uh like w- when you think of the world in terms of those um sort of you know open-ended non-linear time-based things who knows, man? Shit sh- starts to blow your brain up super fast. Yeah. And you got to ask yourself, you know, if time travels, like, like the whole, you know, what if you go back in time, you shoot um, and, and you take out, I, I shouldn't use that word um, on YouTube, but if you go back in time and you take out Hitler's dad, like, are you creating a worse future? <laughs> and so, the fact that we are here right now and we exist and we haven't been taken out means that we are humans are of some value or something. Like if, if, if aliens can come here, right. And UFOs are here. So again, that's either us or aliens. So 50, 50 at this point, if, if those are aliens, then they're either don't care about us. Like we are not a threat at all or we're useful, you know? And, um, then if you layer time travel back on it, that means, you know, if you go back and shoot or uh, take out Hitler's dad, you know, that means they could come out, come back in time and take out humans if we become a threat or something. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's just like, you know, what's going on? And I think I think our government, you know, they had the, the remote viewing program the in remote viewing, you could supposedly look into the future now it's not guaranteed but you can kind of see so okay i'll give you an example of looking into the future since we're talking about time travel i've been following their projects and every month um they don't nail it they they do not nail it every month for predicting the future if they go back in the past i can't tell if they're they're correct right i don't know i don't know if the you know like if that, jfk was the aliens built right. pyramids or whatever right whatever like the, what, right, what right. Say. you can't you can't verify any of that shit you can't verify it but if they predict the future and then i wait two weeks and it happens i could take notes now i think sometimes they predict things kind of like gypsies do or like um where they just say statistical common things and then they happen it's like oh, okay well oh they're like oh there's gonna be a shooting it's like of course there's gonna be a shooting like on this planet it's like a shooting every day, like, or, or a thing every day or a volcano eruption, or it's, it's like, statistically, you're probably right. But like during the George Floyd riots, this is a perfect example. Like most of the remote viewers picked up on people, riot, Like mad and masks that they, they even like saw Trump 
stressing out over it, like behind his desk. And I looked over, I was watching with a couple other people and I was like, this is good. Something's going to happen this month. And I like, I'm like, something crazy is going to happen. And like a week and a half later, the, the, the George Floyd riot, um, protests happened. Sorry. I mean, there were, there were riots alongside perfectly beautiful protests, right? There was, there was both things. And <laughs> I mean, a target burned why? down. Okay. Why? So, Ash, why? <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be neutral here. I'm not trying to like, <laughs> what the hell? Look, it's, it, it's not important, right? It's not, no, it's but not they even drew a target on fire. They drew a target on fire. They right. drew it. They like, they drew the front of it and it was on fire. And then two weeks later, I remember seeing it almost at the exact angle that they drew it yeah. and they've, they've nailed it a few yeah. times. And it's really crazy. It's like, what does that even mean? Right. What does that even mean? Cover, cover, it, uh, oh, I, I'm man. sorry. The, the peaceful yeah, protests. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I've watched a lot of that content, and uh, it, it was everything. I saw, I saw everything. I saw great things. I saw bad things. Whatever. That's just the nature of humanity. But, um, but what I was saying, my point is, is that it was such a strong thing happening that month. They were able to all pick up on it really easily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like if okay. it was like. Like it, like the, the they yeah. they shook the cage of the zeitgeist. There was something going down, and they were all picking up. But the, their antennas were like, "Whoa, something's up." Yeah, exactly. I got you. I got you. Yeah, exactly. So I think that if if Stargate was such a popular program, that means the government's still doing that stuff, and and if we can do it, and supposedly then aliens are doing it, and everyone's doing it. So everyone's competing over different futures that benefit them. That's pretty gnarly, right? So going to mars maybe it's a priority you know i don't know but um or, the whole or, thing time travel crazy or yeah or back to those those ripple effects that go both ways in time what if we don't make it to mars in a particular time frame and like it's literally like like down to you know like like a particular decade if we don't make it by you know these particular leaps in human uh, not evolution per se but like technological evolution if we don't make it right maybe it throws the entire future into a loop right so so who who the hell mm. knows man like this is this is the type of shit that we're like I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, here's another one. You you want to you want a more one more monkey wrench in your brain? Robert over on uh, on uh, Rockfin says, "Did uh, a time traveler go back in time and kill JFK? If so, we will never know why." And there you go. Just another another Good thought point. to throw the monkey wrench into the thing, right? Like this is the type of stuff. Is the timeline been manipulated, and is it still being manipulated? And right. is Elon somehow tapped into something larger? that he knows that if we don't make it by a certain point, which is why he's like, I'm willing to die for this. It's that important. Like, who knows? Like, this is the type of shit that's like, okay, well, uh, maybe he's just dedicated. He's a dedicated dude. But maybe he's, maybe it's more than that. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know, man. Th this is what we're doing. So this is, uh, I present you the block universe theory, meaning that uh, the past, present, and future exist simultaneously. And that's what this is called, right? Meaning that uh, if, if you were so far technologically advanced, uh, you would be able to not just control your timelines for the future, but also the past and put techno technological civilizations on a timeline and even go back and make sure that they meet those timelines to ensure the future you want to see. So there you go. That's a, that's a whole, that's a whole damn show, bro. We have to do that whole, that whole thing is like a oh, brain. Oh God. 
You're gonna yeah. you're gonna I'm, hit with the time travel. I'm with a headache. I'm already confused. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, man. Yeah. Uh, time travel is um, it, it's really nuts, and you know, even if they could physically do it, that's one thing, right? But if you could just project into the future, um, so what what these guys were saying, and again, I'm sorry, this is it's really fresh in my mind, is they were saying that um. These two, there's lots of different factions, but those two factions I mentioned, the Galactic Federation of Worlds and Reptilian and Friends, let's just say that, Lizard and Friends, and then just like more benevolent. It's kind of like the Men in Black, you know, that how there was like the uh, Arturians and they were the good ones. And then there was like a bug and, and he was a cockroach and he was kind of evil. It was, it's literally, it's kind of like that. And that they're not allowed to directly uh, influence humanity. Well, so they were saying that the Galactic Federation can't beat the reptilians, but they don't want to fight straight up over this planet because they'll destroy the planet like they did the Mars. Like, it's like, I mean, imagine the technology. That's one reason why they wouldn't want to have an open fight because there'd be nothing left. Or, or there'd be a sore loser, right? And they would just nuke the planet and get rid of it, right? It's like, well, if we can't have it, you can't either. So that's one of the reasons they don't openly fight, in that the Galactic Federation has a lot of resources here for some reason. Like in this solar system, they're pretty dominant. And because they're dominant, we don't, aliens aren't messing with us uh, directly. They have to kind of do it indirectly, um, which is kind of a, it's a gnarly concept. And, um, yeah, I forget why I brought that up. Crushed the mind. That's amazing. That's uh, uh, sorry, guys. I caught myself rambling here, like uh, three rabbit holes deep. I don't know what the fuck I was trying to say anymore. Mars. Yeah, you know, back to Mars. Back to Mars. Yeah. All right. All right. So here's the thing, right? So uh, we actually have a uh, a a remote viewing show due. Uh, Ash and I were just talking about this because there's some there's some CIA remote viewing news where uh, they just uh, they they just tweeted some shit out recently. So so uh, so when do you want to do this remote viewing show, Ash? So and not only that, uh, we have this uh, the Farsight Institute. This is what Ash has been talking about. Courtney Brown is one of the uh, the most prominent. Um, him and his team, the Farsight Institute, are are the group itself is probably pro i can't think of anybody you know more notable better in the remote viewing thing uh than this group so there you go farsight.org uh, i have the link is there i dropped it in the chat if you guys want to check it out but um yeah they're like the the cia uh just tweeted recently about some remote viewing shit like like it's like okay all right well, i guess there's some some new stuff so we got to kind of revisit and go back and do some remote viewing and apparently now looking at the farsight institute website they put a whole bunch of new shit up too so yeah public negotiations with extraterrestrials <laughs> how it all came to be there we go there we go let me know it's Ash. pretty wild stuff. hell yeah let me know it's, yeah we'll we'll definitely have to do a show and i'm um i'm not even sure it's so it's such a crazy topic i don't know if people are interested in like learning more about the remote viewing itself, Farsight or, or, or all that kind of stuff. And um, supposedly anyone can do it. It's like a skill that you can learn. I've done it. I've had some success. I've had some epic failures. Um, I've had some 
success that's creeped me out too um like you know my first try was i was like 80 percent right and dude it could be anything when you when you remote view you're supposed to, at least the, there's different ways to do it the way we did it was um they just gave me a number and i'm supposed to guess off of that that's it and there's no hints there's no like looking at each other none of that stuff you just here's your number in fact someone could just email you a number or text you a number and that's it they're not you're not supposed to communicate before that and so i think a lot of what they do is they they cross reference you know if i if i give you the pyramids and you're drawing donkeys and you know like rocks and uh and 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 uh, mustang cars or something like that then clearly you're not on the mark but if i give like 10 remote viewers the pyramids and four of them come back drawing triangles okay like that's the data we'll probably keep and i think that's kind of how they do it so um so yeah we should do a show that'd be pretty interesting but uh sorry to, to derail you did time travel you know it's time travel. The only way I know how to time travel is remote viewing. So. Remote, uh, so, well, that's, that's what it is, right? So, so if they've perfected that in the future, then they could actually view the past. And what does it look like? Okay, so check this out. So, so hear me out on this one. So if, let's say, Ash, the reptilian from Mars, has mastered remote viewing and you're in the future, like 500 years from now, if you remote viewed to the past, would we be able to see you? would be able to see you as like a, like a tic-tac or something. Would we notice you, right? Would you be this blur coming in and out of reality as you just watched? Like like Spider-Man pointing meme, you know, Spider-Man yeah. pointing meme, yeah. Spider-Man pointing exactly. at That actually, they, that supposedly happens to the remote viewers when, when you go back and you remote view something, right? No one can see you normally. But another remote viewer or someone who has that ability sees you. So... They've had it where like five people remote view the same being who can see them and interact with them. And you could tell it gets frustrated at one point because <laughs> it's like, what are you people doing? Like what's happening here? And even to the point where um, they, re they remote viewed a reptilian base and like they detected that they're being remote viewed and they had like a, uh, like a, like a like a pattern they do to throw them off so they just stop doing stuff they stop talking they stop communicating and everyone's just standing around doing nothing and they're waiting for them to leave so like uh yeah can can supposedly you can detect each other's presence but what does that mean if you remote view back in the past and you go to hitler and hitler has remote viewing powers and you start talking to hitler and you give them some secrets, does that change our future? I don't know, man. It's like, again, time travel. Ugh. Freaking um, Terminator logic, where uh, Connor's only born because he sends his soldier back in time to the, get with his mom. To father him. <laughs> right. To father uh, him. The, the, again, again yeah. the, the time is a flat circle, right? That whole routine. It's like uh, we're... we're uh, but that, that's that's the same thing, right? It's with Mars and Elon, and so that, that's where we're at tonight. We we uh, ranged far and wide here, and I was hoping we'd get into that time travel stuff. Like I said, it's it's um it's difficult to explain. It's it's a really big concept in theory, but you get that that time is the flat circle routine, meaning that uh, you don't know what started it all. If if at some point you do have 
you know, a, a technological way to even through remote viewing something like this to actually contact the past, then maybe you are. Maybe you are kind of coddling the past to bring about a future, which means that if we're being manipulated, let's say um, we think we're being manipulated by Zuckerberg or Bezos or whoever else, right? You pick the asshole. Then w- w- maybe that's because all of that is being ushered in to push us to where they want us to be. And so the manipulation isn't even from people here. It's from aliens there <laughs> like a, a, a thousand years from now yeah, who knows anyway there you go that that's that's how that's how whew, that's called that's called drinking a little too much maybe juice then we do that here from time to time and it's okay it's okay well i mean you know you're just you're taking basic concepts and just running running them all the way right when if time travel is possible it just cracks open a door and the door is just freaking the door freaking flies right open and a, a, a you know a tiger jumps in high fives you and sells you some bacon like you know, like it's just it's just a, such a door to open that it just blows your mind and you know here we are where our minds are already blown we're supposedly we got this Elon Musk guy who is supposedly not an alien <clears throat> um, he's even said some people think I'm an alien and then there's a pause. There's like a laugh, and he's like, uh, "I'm not." <laughs> he has to say it. <laughs> they're like, it's like that moment where they're like waiting to confess. <laughs> Everybody's like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." I think Mark Zuckerberg actually came out and also said he's not a reptilian. And um, I actually posted a, a comment on there. I was like, "Mark Zuckerberg looks like the kind of guy who's he's like, he looks like the uh, the alien from Robot." Um, from Men in Black, where his face opens up and the little guy comes out, <laughs> and, and it like got like so many likes and comments that like, I think they removed it at some point. <laughs> it, was just, it was just too trolling. But I mean, like, what's going on with these? Our elites are behaving weird, don't you think they are behaving weird though? Like, yeah, almost like they know something. Yeah. Well, uh, you know? I'll see. If, I'll see if I can sketch a uh, an alternate timeline where the aliens are coming back and ushering us into the future here with uh, with those these elites. All right, so so uh, so we're done. We're we're over time here, which is fine because well, well, we got our our buddy Ash the reptilian back for a minute, so it's all good. Uh, the thing is this, right? As we finish this up, uh, what are your final thoughts here, Ash? Uh, Mars, time travel, remote viewing, uh, shit goes off the rails, and uh, the, the, rightly so. Like, this is not, that's why we do the third hour here anyway, to kind of just allow things to kind of just go haywire, because, y- you know, like, you, you got you're trying hard to keep it, keep a tight narrative for so long, and then you're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> let's just, let's just talk about time travel. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. But, uh, yeah, 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 you, you, you you can go on and tell you're back to where you started. And I think that happens to us a lot. You know? I, I, th- I think we're back to where we started. <laughs> Mars. <laughs> yep. in, in any case, in any case. Yeah. So, so, so final thoughts on this and all the rest of this. And uh, thanks for coming and hanging out. Appreciate it very much. Hey, um, you know, it's, it's, um, we live in crazy times. You know, they say that, uh, your soul c- came here for a reason. And, um, like maybe this is just such an interesting time you want to be here maybe not all that woo stuff is not anything but it is kind of weird it is weird that you are living in such a crazy time when you say it is kind of weird like coincidentally you know you you weren't born when there was just horses and 
you if we're in a small village you're, you're born now and i mean the i grew up without the internet and and now like we're going to mars you know like so um that's what Elon I said. Musk. See, you're, you're, you're actually creeping me out because you're remote viewing the beginning of the show, which I know you didn't see because you would have been around. I said, in the very beginning, I said, may you live in interesting times. And by golly, are we? And uh, there you go. You're, you're spying on me without, without knowing it. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think um, yeah, you, you came here. If you're listening, um, I respect you as like a, uh, an interesting person who's mind is open um and that you're open enough to understand and and play with these concepts in your mind and and you're interested in in some real news and like in, in some big picture stuff like humanity going to mars not just like a court case right everyone's talking about this stupid court case i don't want i don't want to talk about i want to talk about humanity going to mars that's a good topic so mike thanks thanks for presenting this topic it's good information i uh, appreciate you covering these topics uh, appreciate the audience. Appreciate you guys. Uh, love you guys. I hope you guys have a good night. And um, yeah, we'll have to come back. We got a couple shows lined up, and um, I'll try to, you know, I'll, I'll try to stay on topic. It's it's always tough um, myself. <laughs> and uh, yeah, have a good night. We're going to Mars. We're going to Mars. We're going to Mars. Fuck it, let's go to Mars. Uh, also, uh, check out check out Ash's channel. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the YouTube channel. Uh, it says Friends of Troubled Minds. On the very bottom, you'll see Ash the Reptilian. Follow his channel. He's uh, he's ramping up to do some new stuff, too. So uh, go check that out. You can also see him in his uh, alien flesh as well. So if you haven't seen that, that's, uh, that's, that's a hoot. You should probably go check that out. And uh, there we go. So what we're going to do is uh, we'll finish this up. We're, we're done. It's Thursday. Thur- Thursday is kind of like Friday for Troubled Minds because we don't have a show tomorrow, which is cool. And fine and well and we'll see if that changes because well maybe things are changing there's some announcements to make that we won't make yet because everything isn't solidified but uh there's some things happening that uh may be very exciting for troubled minds and some other some other entities out there so if you guys are into this uh don't forget to share don't forget to like the things smash the buttons and do all the things right do all the algorithmic things that uh well may or may not even matter (laughs) but but well you know it doesn't mean we can't try right smash smash the smash the bell and all this uh, tell your friends whatever anyway most importantly thank you for being here thanks for spending all your time with us like i said i know some of these shows are long-winded and rambly and you know we get a lot of flack for that here and there in the comments and chat and stuff but it's fine i kind of don't give a shit because like i said you you can't have a conversation like this in 20 minutes you just can't like you're basically just just getting warmed up so that's okay i'm okay to range far and wide and be wrong like i said don't forget literally the whole concept of this show is it's okay to be wrong it's okay right that's literally the concept of this show because people tell us we can't we can't be wrong right it's it's critical that we're not wrong but then they tell us politically all these other bullshit things you know and we're like <laughs> we're, we're gonna take that being wrong from you fuck off anyway so 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 there you go so as we go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific, Troubled Minds. We have a new show Monday and Friday. We got shows coming up with Ash. You guys are also invited to be on the show, as you found out uh, this week. Uh, Jennifer and I did a great show on a couple of days back. Uh, some amazing stuff, right? And we got some amazing folks out there. So you guys are all invited to be on the show. You know the drill. Just uh, come uh, contact me at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link or send me an email at troubledmindsradio at gmail. And by the way, if... Algo's out there. Algorithm, I got your email. And I accept, my friend. I accept. Let's draw the line in the sand and 
do a show together for sure 100 percent. so if you're out there or if you catch it on archive i'll go i'll send you an email back but yeah i mean this is what it's about right this is about meeting good people again ash and i met on this show uh, most of you all of you we met on this show and that's the good thing and like i always say you don't have to be linda molten howard richard richard dolan you just have to be you you have to be open-minded considering of all the things and that's what we're doing so thanks again for hanging out you guys are the best to play some outro music thanks again to ash for uh, spending some time with us and spitting some hot alien fire which means well time travel time travel <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking about time travel well not anymore talking about how this ends and as i always say this is how it ends the bad news is we're done the good news is, God willing, we have tomorrow. And uh, there we go. So thank you again for all the amazing calls. Thanks for all the great, uh, uh, just all the great thoughts in the chat, all of the love uh, for this show, for these conversations, for me. You guys inspire me to come back day in, day, day in and day out, uh, tired or not. And that's what this is about. That's why we do this. And uh, like I said, uh, I've said before, I've considered just throwing the whole thing in the trash, walking away. It's hard because I've met so many great people that uh, love to listen to this every night. And I get it. I get it because I love doing it every night. I love having the conversations with you every night. So there you go. You, you guys keep punching, keep uh, keep spreading the word, keep the support. And uh, it, it's difficult for me to say, I think I'll take the night off. Because at some point you got a lot of people depending on you, right? Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And uh met a lot of great people on the show and there we go so let's uh, let's wrap this sucker up i think ash bounced but he came back you got a you got a reptilian scream or some shit for us what's up that's specious mike i, I, I it is uh, I, I was told never mind i already covered that earlier <laughs> what are we, the, are we gonna do the demi lovato thing we could you can't call we could well we you did and call them alien yeah, we, we usually have at the end. We, we go, ow! Uh, that's how we're no, that, yeah. uh, doing uh, but I'm not sure how uh, reptilians do it. All right, I'll, I'll give you my real voice. Okay, okay. all right. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> Twist his arm. <laughs> it didn't pick it up, did it? It didn't pick it up. It doesn't pick it up, it? <laughs> because it's not human. The microphone spurs out. <laughs> I really did it. I did it loud, too. <laughs> well, there you go. Confirmed, Ash is an actual reptile, and the microphone doesn't like his true reptilian voice. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. Everybody, you are amazing. We'll see you on Monday, of course, uh, unless you hang out with us tomorrow on Twitch. Troubled Minds News, tomorrow at Twitch, 3 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you then. Thanks, Ash, for hanging out. Thanks, everybody else, for being here. Thanks for bailing me out night after night, you guys, with uh, with amazing conversations, amazing calls, amazing chat. And uh, let's roll. Let's GTFO. Time to remote view my ass out of here. It picked up that like a croak of a frog. Barely. Barely. I think, you have, I think you have to back off the mic a little bit. There it went. All right, we got it. We got it. There you go. There you go. All right, Santa knows. We're, we're, uh, we, we need to do a whole show where we just do it in emojis. That'll be hot. All right, guys, we're out. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night.
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.